0: So welcome back to the third episode of Reality Rewind where two besties not quite across the nation but <laughs> close <laughs> enough <laughs> rewatch their favorite reality shows and then get together the next following week to discuss them.
1: Mhm. And really this is this is really just an audio hate fest to honestly. I mean honestly, it hate is. everybody involved. <laughs>
0: I tend to be a little bit more in the, I tend to be a little bit more diplomatic in my responses. Yeah, no,
1: not I. I <laughs> but that's also
0: that like the bartender in me.
1: Yeah. No, not I. <laughs> nah. so,
0: so last week we wrapped up the second part of Chasing Atlanta. We did. Uh, we also touched on... Uh, Real Housewives of Potomac as well.
1: But the reunion this week wasn't giving nothing. It, was it just, wasn't
0: really nothing. It was it's nothing grand. really it's to talk about. about.
1: It, you gotta wait till next week when it's the hour and a half joint.
0: Next week's gonna be an hour and a half?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, with commercials or without commercials?
1: It's in a 90-minute episode, so I'm sure it's with commercials.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because you know um, they're gonna bring out the two husbands that came. <laughs> <laughs> and, because we knew michael wasn't gonna be there because he wasn't gonna answer for this shit
0: right i forgot michael i forgot that he didn't they say he didn't show up well, Yeah, because he was at him. like what a wedding or something
1: yeah whatever he doesn't he, he in south carolina we knew he wasn't coming because he every time he getting hot water he don't want to come he ain't been to the, re, the last tough reunions because last it's every year it's something because last oh,
2: year yeah. it was
1: the the um what the, the, the producer shit. And then the year before it was him. Now last year was the shit with the producer and talking about how he wanted to suck one
2: stick. Right. And
1: the year before it was with the shit with, every year is something like.
0: Like these niggas don't have no peace.
1: And it's like, they, and then they showed he knew they was about to show that clip from the first season where he grabbed the other producers ass and.
0: Right. And he, he was knew. like, he, knew what was money coming. he
1: wasn't about to show up. We already knew. I don't know. why he i acting surprised. And she couldn't right. keep her damn last straight because y'all know what the fuck weekend the reunion is on. Like, that sounds dumb, bitch. Don't tell us something that makes some sense.
0: That is very true. And I'm absolutely <laughs> sure that Bravo gave them more than enough time because of the pandemic.
1: Especially when the whole thing was they did it that weekend because that was the only weekend that Giselle was free. That's why they did it that week. So you knew, because oh. you know she doing that other show with Portia and shit.
0: What other show?
1: The chat room. That show with Portia and two other people. But she's a part of that.
0: Is this on Fox Soul?
1: No, it's on Bravo.
0: It's on Bravo?
1: Mm-hmm. I oh, I didn't even it. know. I just be seeing the little clips and shit. I ain't never actually watched it, but I know it's her, Portia, and two other hoes from uh, from another Real Housewives franchise.
0: So is it a cast of all black women? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay fair when i
1: tell you i don't know shit about this show <laughs> i know they do it and it'd be on zoom it's one of them zoom talk shows they all look alike it's just like that shit quality of jordan doing but it's the house that's why house.
0: i asked that's yeah, why like, i asked it, if it was yeah. on fox soul
1: no they no it's not over there they over there fucking with jeezy and his shit so you know that's a whole nother jeezy's talk show on fox soul
0: oh i forgot about that yeah Wait, ho- is Keisha Cole's talk show still on? I don't
1: know. I forgot she the <laughs> talk show. I don't I know she just released a a new song or some shit. Oh, did she? I saw a clip of a video where she said it in, where she's like reenacting the thin line between love and hate, and I was like, I don't know what's happening here, but I don't want to be a part of it.
0: <laughs> what is she in the closet beating herself of a stocking full of oranges?
1: It was the, the scene where uh she like it's like her birthday and she like stabs the cake and like throws him in the bathtub and shit
0: oh my god i, I was like i don't that. know what's
1: going on here but i just don't i don't think i want to be a part like i just think that this is a time that i don't need to be a part <laughs> yeah just, no i'm gonna stay right over here
0: well speaking of living through traumatic experiences through media today's episode is 60 days in <laughs> a hell of a segue <laughs>
1: and before we start so of course like we always do we started deep diving on well i started deep diving on the show and the participants and where they are now and it's a bit of sad news so let's get it out in the beginning yeah so nate did kill himself um about a month ago you know citing the stuff he was going through with his Ex with his wife, and you know all of that, and it was. I did read the message from his Facebook. It was very sad and disturbing, and so we can just get that out of the way.
0: Yeah, R.I.P. Nate. I remember hearing about that when it happened. Yeah, and it was very. It was. It was slightly jarring because wasn't even thinking about sixty days in.
1: And then he also did it in public.
0: Oh, he He, did?
1: Yeah, he, like, went, like, I was reading that he, like, went to, like, the town square. Because, you know, he lived in one, he was living in one of those small towns in, like, upper Michigan. Yeah, girl,
0: you said town square.
1: Yeah, it was, it's, it, I don't remember exactly which town. It's a town I've been to, but I can't remember exactly which town. It starts with an A. Um, can't remember the exact name of the town. But he, like, went to, like, the downtown area and shot himself in the middle of, like, downtown.
0: Jesus, man, shout out to Nate's family.
1: Yeah. And in the message, he was like, you know, you said you wanted to ruin my life with all this custody stuff and this, you know, divorce and stuff. When you said you were going to ruin my life, well, now you've done it. And it was a whole long, like his suicide note was a very long Facebook post. And then like a couple of hours later, he killed himself like in the middle of downtown.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. It's very sad.
0: Yeah, so let's. We're gonna give a heart. Well, our heartfelt condolences to um, Nate's family and friends, especially because we're we watched it from a point of um, entertainment value, and sometimes also, in that Nate world, was
1: like the only person on the show I liked.
0: Well, that's why, yeah, that's, we sometimes when we watch stuff like this, we forget these are real people. And Nate, even on the show was a very real person.
1: Very much so. He was one of the only ones that, the only time I, like, kind of was like oof, is when he went back to the jail and kind of act like he was disappointed they didn't roll out the red carpet for him. We'll get there. Right. (laughs) We'll get there.
0: And it's interesting, too, that when you, bring up Nate's relationship because um, after watching the initial, so we're covering season four today.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: After watching season four, I, I'm a person with a very addictive personality, unfortunately. So I started re-watching
1: all of it. Yeah. I I, I had just <laughs> rewatched um season one through three. But it was because I had started watching Season five and six. First oh, six I, is
0: the newest one, right?
1: Yeah, I knew I had rewatched season four, but it—I watched that separate. Yeah. Because season four was the first season I watched all the way through on TV.
0: Oh, I can see why.
1: Yeah, I just kind of because I was moving and stuff when it started, so season four was the first one that I watched regularly. So I didn't when I started rewatching, I skipped over four. Because I knew I didn't what like the, the fuck women. It was, yeah.
0: I mean, should we? You want to jump into the cast? Yes. Um, so speaking of the women, we have. I also Jacqueline.
1: don't like the women in season six either, though. So it's, I don't
0: See, like these hoes either. I ain't got cable, so I ain't seen season six yet. It's I didn't not, like the women is, in season five. I is
1: it? it? Season six is on Hulu. That's what the I hell watch am it. I doing have, with
0: my life?
1: I don't have cable either. I haven't. had Wait, cable Wait, is that
0: either. that Narcoland bullshit?
1: No, it's okay. the same shit. One of these hoes and they're trying to pray away people's charges. Like I just could not. Another one went in and she got celiac disease and she mad because they're not adhering to her gluten free life. Like man, Did you told
0: me about that.
1: I was so annoyed. I was like, you hoes is irritating. <laughs>
0: It's like, ma'am, nobody cares about your dietary restrictions. You
1: better take this They bread. barely you care in about jail. your
0: allergies, right? They, it's
1: they don't care about your allergies. They say you better no. work around the shit. You're in jail, They go. It's Like,
0: but you better eat this gluten and pray for pray you for terms or something. Or
1: just get this bologna and leave me the hell alone. Whatever you need to do, you better figure it out.
0: She was oranges.
1: Okay, you better learn to live.
0: She said (laughs) you better become a fruitarian girl. It's a real
1: thing. Fucking jail.
0: You might end up a diabetic, but it's better to be alive. (laughs)
1: Like, why would you volunteer to go to jail with celiac disease? You sound like an asshole.
0: (laughs) That is very true. That is very true. Like I'm sorry, people with like intense allergies and dietary restrictions have no business trying to do 60 days in in any way shape form or fashion right and the fact that this woman attempted to do that is ridiculous
1: yeah like it was that was just irritating but let's get to the people on this season
0: all right so we have first stephanie now let's start with jacqueline first let's work up to stephanie so jacqueline who I believe was a paralegal and mother of one. She was in Uh, a relationship.
1: Technically mother of two, but- Technically mother of two.
0: Yeah. One of her children um, passed from a very unfortunate accident, Mm
1: -hmm. which- Which uh, I found out what it was.
0: What was it?
1: So the baby was co-sleeping with her and her boyfriend.
0: Oh girl, don't tell me and somebody roll, roll over.
1: One of them rolled over on the baby and I think it was her.
0: And that's why the police were treating her like a criminal.
1: Mm-hmm. They okay. rolled over on the baby and the baby suffocated. This is something that happens. That's why doctors say don't co sleep with your baby if you do get yep. the co sleeper. Because I mean yep. I co slept I, I co slept with both of my kids, but I always had the co well, no, I co slept with one. But I had the co-sleeper. The other one, she liked her bassinet. The baby didn't like her bassinet. So we got the co-sleeper so that neither of us could roll on her.
0: Yeah. And that honestly has, that's always been a thing that I've always seen people do. And as a child, it was always the biggest pillows you could find. You Mm -hmm. stick that little baby right in the middle of it. (laughs) You put your ass on one side of him and you hold. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like, it's like, you know, because just because the little one when she was a baby like a little baby she was very attached which is why she wouldn't sleep anywhere but in our bed
0: that makes sense some kids yeah some kids are like that
1: just like the big one she had to sleep at an angle like she couldn't sleep flat but it's because she couldn't breathe if she was flat because her um her windpipe was underdeveloped so we had to have her in the sleeper because we could angle the sleeper
0: yeah, and be able to prop her up at the right angle. Oh mm-hmm. right, yeah, no, that makes sense. Definitely
1: she couldn't because when she slept flat, she sounded like a dolphin. Like she could not breathe. So who
0: did I say she sounded like Flipper?
1: She did. Our our baby used to sound like the other one sounds like a damn dinosaur all the time. So you
0: keep talking about your youngest, like this little girl is like <laughs>
1: she's a terrorist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like this little girl is coming through fucking everything up.
1: She is. Y'all understand? I'm
0: gonna sit in your house. Uh, I got if, Kaylee. That's enough.
1: And see if your cats don't hide. Oh, they always be, hide. When I say she gonna throw them damn cats, like, <laughs> she gonna start moving your furniture. She gonna throw the cats because she don't know what they are. She go.
0: <laughs> Shut
1: up. <laughs> yeah, she is. gonna be like what is this? Go. <laughs> she don't Why like is snow. It looking At
0: me. I mean,
1: we, we took her out in the snow. She looked at. She looked at him. She's like, "Um, fuck is this?" <laughs> and then tried to come in the house. <laughs>
2: mm-mm,
1: so mm-mm. no, she's 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 literally me, <laughs> and I don't know what to do with it.
0: <laughs> you know what? Sometimes my mother used to say this too: keep leaving, living, and wait till you have kids. <laughs> it's you know, it's just your karma.
1: She's you the know? most angry baby I have ever met.
0: Like, that makes sense. She it's is just like karma. A
1: grouchy old lady. Like, she is an angry child. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> it's like, don't, she don't want to be touched. Don't, she don't want to be involved. Leave her the hell alone. Like, she. When I say this child will go into a room and disappear, like she don't want to be bothered, leave her the fuck alone.
0: <laughs> Your child sound like Daria Morgendorfer, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: is. She is because I mean, you know how the oldest one is. She wants to love and hug and be all up under you.
0: This yeah, she like firstborn.
1: The little one, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> she yeah, she don't want,
0: yeah. She, she wants like to I don't want do no parts of y'all.
1: I literally have Daria and Quinn.
0: Uh-uh. uh
1: uh-uh. Literally. Literally.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we met Jacqueline. We talked about the tragic accident,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which is the reason why Jacqueline is in. That and a combination now, of her being a paralegal.
1: She said that, see, the thing about that, so that didn't come out until after the show. Because remember, the whole time on the show, it wasn't until the, like, reunion. Where she finally admitted that's why she did it because the whole thing on the show was she was trying to learn more about the prison system so she could be a better attorney blah 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 blah. Well, after the show wrapped because Stephanie's a fucking psychopath, she went all over.
0: I saw this.
1: Jacqueline's Facebook and everything like the real reason you was in there because you killed your baby and da 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 da, da. Like, it was like yeah, damn. Stephanie
0: was fucking crazy yeah so, well okay so since we got since we're on stephanie let's segue into her
1: she was on so, dr phil
0: wouldn't doubt it like stephanie it, stephanie is stephanie is stephanie she's willing to do whatever she's needs to to get whatever attention or whatever goal she to has to be on mind. tv
1: and she also has like severe issues with her blackness
0: well, you see they called her a sociopath. She has severe issues with multiple aspects of herself, which we yes. will get into it because it gets even weirder when they do that. Um, Was it six months later?
2: Yeah. That's
0: a mess. We'll say It that.
2: is. It is.
0: It um, is. So we've got Stephanie. We've got Jacqueline. We've got Angela, a.k.a. Angel, the stud fuckboy of the group. Uh. When, when I say stud fuckboy... Complete stud fuck boy, super cute. Don't get me wrong. Super yeah, she was cute, cute but she
1: I hate cute. her. I hate her so much.
0: It's that vapid, lower level understanding of it,
1: she. If like if woke Twitter was a person, it that's would be exactly her. where I was going. It would be her, because I can't. Like what?
0: There was no truly complex feelings or thoughts Not that at she all. had.
1: Plus, not she was too all. busy
0: not accomplishing what she was sit there. What she volunteered what said, to do. But what
1: I keep saying is, she did exactly what she went there to do.
0: Well, she did, which was she, find a new girlfriend. But we can get not into that even too. just that.
1: She went in there to be like, "Oh, I could do jail." I'm just like my niggas. We all went to jail. It was lit. Like that's all she wanted to do.
0: See, I got her she wants her
1: street cred without the charge because she walked in there already like the prison system's stupid all cops are criminals and blah 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 she wasn't going there to help no goddamn body she don't even believe in the
0: system (laughs) see i actually thought she went in there with this very performative left-leaning idea of well, I'm going to go in and I'm going to help these underserved people because they deserve it. And it the whole thing was just so, so serving. But we've got all other that, people.
1: All that woo-woo bullshit was literally just bullshit.
0: It was. It was. Um, we've also, speaking for the men now, we've got Alan, which did you catch? And they never brought it up. But did you catch Alan's Blue Lives Matter flag tattoo on his arm? Yes. Never brought it up in the show. Don't understand how that wasn't any kind of a plot point, any kind of like a, a factor of fear in a prison system, especially because they always tell you as a cop, that's the last thing they want you to, want uh, the other inmates to know because that makes you an instant target. Right. Never brought it up, never said anything about it. We saw it a couple of times when he was walking around in the pot, and that's mm-hmm. when I was like, okay, so what the fuck is the deal?
1: so we just not going to acknowledge this
0: at all so we're not acknowledging this like nobody production didn't acknowledge it the off the because didn't acknowledge it um, they didn't even question it which made me question the show
2: Exactly.
0: because at some point you'd have to have seen that Mhm. and it, when I saw it I was like what the fuck is this like they sent him in with this blue less matter tattoo and it's just out <laughs> and about right So um, we had Alan, and now we're down. Oh, and Andrew. Andrew, the 25-year-old Mormon boy. You know who? You know what? And speaking of gay, he looks like a younger version. There's an owner of a bar here, Temple Bar, right? Did Mm. you ever meet that owner? Yeah. He looks like a younger version of him, almost to a fucking T. He does. And it was... Kind of slightly disturbing. Rewatching it like, damn. Uh So we had Andrew, who is a 25-year-old Mormon. Um, He did his two-year mission in, was it Guyana? Or was it in Brazil? Brazil. Brazil. I'm (laughs) mixing my shows up. (laughs) Because I got some other Mormons on other shows. Um, He actually came to the program because of his father, Matt who is also a part of the program. Matt is a former uh, chaplain, prison chaplain. Right. Matt is also crazy as cat shit. We'll get into yeah. that. Yeah. Like, unnecessarily crazy as cat shit. <laughs> and I believe our final uh, core cast member, which is weird, to participant, our final participant yeah. is Emmanuel, who I just fast forwarded, I fast forwarded, through all of his parts, every part. When he popped up, I was like, I'm not doing this. Did
1: he get on your nerves as bad
0: as he got on my He got on my nerves. He got and he's one of those people that the world needs outside of something like this. He's yes. just a very joyful person.
1: Yes.
0: And when you're in a room full of misery and decay and disgust, the last thing you want is this black boy joy joyful person coming in and trying to champion black lives matter but we'll get into that <laughs> okay so we open up alan with the blue lives matter tattoos the first person to arrive for the men mm-hmm. he is quickly followed well, by the no, pes-
1: cause, no nate was already there
0: <gasps> oh right i forgot about nate too nate was Damn. a over. I knew it had to be eight. And I counted seven. And I thought I forgot somebody. Okay. So Nate was actually season three. Nate had done so well integrating himself into the pod at uh, Fulton County that they actually asked him to stay another 60 days. And for yeah. whatever fucked up ass reason, this nigga agreed. Nate is also a Marine.
2: Yes. Um,
0: Nate is one of the only young white men in that pod that's actually well respected by everybody. Right. Nate's very just cool, no issues. I don't think he even had a, he never had an argument with anybody.
1: No, well, the tablet thing, but... That
0: that wasn't even really an argument. He got mad and everybody else was ready to do the work. Right. So it was, other than that, like Nate was just kind of coasting through. So, Nate's the holdover, then we get Alan in, we get Andrew in, we get Matt in. Andrew and Matt are split between two different pods. Um, father and son, their covering story is they were in for embezzlement, and they're being yeah. held over on a out-of-state, a federal hold for an out-of-state warrant. I think yeah. that's what they called it. Yeah. This, this prison lingo is very new to me.
1: Not me, but sure.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've known people that have gone to prison, like family members and shit. But we never communicated on this kind of lo- like. This wasn't something we like
1: talked oh, no. about. I was an integral.
0: So we get Matt had a
1: boyfriend that went to prison.
0: Shit, girl, who didn't? Wait,
1: anyway. no, he he tried to like make me involved, and I was like, no. See, you don't understand. I'm not that girl.
0: No, 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 no
1: because once that gavel hit, the judge broke us up. I'm not that girl. That's not my thing. What
0: state was it?
1: In Michigan.
0: The state of Michigan said you all are no longer a couple. Miss exactly. Fagan, please go about your business. Like I don't, I
1: don't know don't Collect that, your things like, and go home. Right, no, I don't, uh uh-uh. not my thing. That's
0: no, 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 I mean. we don't do jailbirds. No. We don't do jailbirds. No shade to anybody that's a con, former ex-convict or somebody that's had issues with the law. No, no, no. I
1: think that the prison system is trash, but I also don't feel the need to date you either.
0: (laughs) Ain't no way of hell. I don't want your check or your credit card or your scam, your swipe. No, nothing. Swiper, no swiping. Not in My. my house. So you want to jump into Matt and his imaginary war with everyone in the pod? Sure. So Matt, who is the former prison chaplain, who also tells us that the reason why he's no longer a prison chaplain is because he was manipulated into, I guess, doing some things that he wasn't supposed to. Matt is a character.
1: I.e. he got caught smuggling some shit, like let's just say it for whatever. that's exactly
0: what it was that's exactly what it was he brought some. He probably brought some shit in he wasn't supposed to that's exactly what he did uh, Matt is a fucking character when Matt gets his first roommate Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence is cool right, like Lawrence is one of them straight up and down niggas that's like yo, it is what it is, yeah. this is how it is I'm gonna lay down the boundaries first so that you know what I expect of you and you know what you're getting out of me like, Lawrence right. is just very straight up. He meets Lawrence. He's happy he's got a decent roommate. Lawrence wants to clean the room up. Everything is cool.
2: <laughs>
0: Until. So, for whatever reason. So, Matt is afraid to use the bathroom at night, right? Like, he doesn't want to piss and wake Lawrence up. No, he's that of him, wasn't right?
1: exactly what it was. So, he starts talking about how because of his colon or whatever. Or his prostate. He like developed two streams. So <laughs> I know way too much about this man's process. So <laughs> when, he, when he I totally going,
0: dazed through this.
1: When he would go pee, he would like at first he was like one stream was going into the toilet and the other was going down his leg. So he started using the cup because it would it would catch both streams.
0: See, I thought it was the sound. No. And then Lawrence heard it anyway and woke up It was like, nigga, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, no.
0: Well, she just spilled the beans. Uh, Matt ends up uh, peeing in a cup a couple of nights. Yeah. And Lawrence confronts him about it. Lawrence also then goes to the CO and just inform him, like, yo, this nigga's nasty. He's pissing in cups. Yeah. Which, I, I, as a logical person... I feel like was, didn't cross a line, didn't cross a boundary. Like, sir, you are just randomly pissing in cups. So now the CEO goes to Matt and makes him throw out all his pissy cups and Matt's embarrassed. Yeah. And now Matt is at war with Lawrence. Lawrence has no idea that his borders are being invaded by Matt, but he is there.
1: Like, it's just wild. Like, what are we talking about?
0: Matt's also a MMA uh, trainer as well. So he's getting off on this idea of this unsuspecting person being trained to kill. Like this is his whole mentality. Like he he, uh, he is there undercover, but he really believes he is, he's crazy. Like he thinks he's a CIA agent. Like, this is some covert ops against, the, against Russian intelligence. Like, if, if Matt had the opportunity to and nobody thought it was weird, this nigga would be doing those little, those little tumbles, those little cartwheels. This nigga will be cartwheeling across the floor, rolling around, putting up gun fingers and shit. Because this nigga is standing in front of the motherfucking camera doing kung fu moves. More than once. More than once. So every time he has a war, an imaginary war with somebody, the way the editing is, they talk about his issues and that person is just living their life. And then they cut to him practicing MMA in front of the fucking security camera.
1: Right. It was very strange.
0: (laughs) It was ridiculous. And why is like he's like giving the camera a fucking heads up to like, what's up, nigga? I got you.
1: Like, get the fuck out of here, Matt. It's so weird. Like, it's so weird. Just, I don't.
0: It was ridiculous. It was
1: just so strange.
0: He had another war, too. It was with the the dude named Tebow. So Tebow was like kind of a younger pod boss to a certain degree. So pod boss, for those of you who don't know the lingo, (laughs)
2: like I didn't,
0: is (laughs) (laughs) essentially like the highest rate, toughest person that runs it in that pod, and each yeah. pod is where uh, anywhere between twenty to sixty prisoners, depending on the season, <laughs> can yeah. be residing in. Right? <laughs> Tebow ain't paying this man no motherfucking mind. He ain't Tebow ain't thought shit about this man. Business. Literally getting on everybody's nerves, but still minding his black ass business.
1: Yeah.
0: And Matt is like, y'all got to get me out of here. Because I'm going to fuck Tebow up. And it's like, man, if y'all such your old ass down, right, sir, sit
1: down. No one asked you. Go. If you, find something to do.
0: You and your fucking, like, prolapsed ass, descended ass fucking pancreas, bladder, and colon. <laughs> like, sir, you have two streams of pee. You have things to worry about that exactly. don't involve Tebow. Exactly. You too busy hiding pissy cups around the goddamn cell. Like, you it have just, things to do. It's just
1: weird. It's just, just strange. Like it's I just ridiculous. don't understand what It was
0: ridiculous.
1: Like, I don't get his his whole thing. Like, I, it's just weird. Like, what's happening?
0: Also, this is also happening in conjunction with him having somewhat of a breakdown about how his son is doing. Because mm-hmm. he's not in the same pot. And he's he doesn't know. But they are divided by a wall and a locked door. So it does give some capability for communication through that door. And they figure that out. Dad is finally able to check on Andrew, who out of everybody in the show, other than Nate, kind of skated through outside of the gay thing. But that shit got squashed fairly quickly. Right. Like he made it out pretty okay outside of that one um his one roommate who just kept bugging the shit out of him
1: yeah i don't yeah <laughs> Cause that roommate was weird though like he had like some shit going on
0: that nigga was like he needed medication yeah he like dead ass needed he needed to be medicated completely and utterly medicated yeah, he did. Because it was like, what are you, what is happening? Um, so we, now we've got Jacqueline and, Jacqueline and Stephanie. They were the next two, two to enter the women's pod. Um, of course, separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacqueline entered, was it Jacqueline entered first? And then Stephanie? Yes,
1: Jacqueline, Jacqueline went in first.
0: Okay. So Jacqueline goes in first. Don't nobody like Jacqueline. <laughs> and kind of rightfully so. Jacqueline pulls the, she pulls the Karen thing. Sometimes she pulls it in a way where it could be perceived as being a voice for a voice for the under, um, underserved prisoners. And also, um, sometimes it's just her being a white woman. So truthfully, I'm just going to say all of this is her being self-serving with the possible benefits for the person. Which there are no benefits for these prisoners in any way, shape, form, or fashion.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Next we meet Stephanie. Oh, God. Yeah, Stephanie. Stephanie comes in. This girl has grown up spoiled her entire life. She was the (laughs) baby. She's got a brother, she's got a sister. Her siblings have been incarcerated before. She's been living in the burbs. She's been living that kind of life. Mm. Why am I notes say Stephanie is a Republican with a white man and blue contacts? <laughs> uh. <laughs> but she says, though, I, I thought it was funny because she was like, I'm liberal. Okay. <laughs> all right. I mean, words mean things, but okay, all right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, it's not that what you're not like you're literally not liberal
0: no like not all. in any way shape form, or fashion like not like, in any way what shape, are form, you fashion. talking
1: about you're literally not a liberal because no. you can't yell i'm liberal but then say oh i think niggas should rot in prison like what are you talking about
0: <laughs> you can't say i'm liberal and then think about being in prison as a game right like that is the most bizarre Bizarre thing I that I honestly had ever seen. So Stephanie essentially comes in to this experience. I don't know what else to call it. it's an experience.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, she comes into this experience as if it's Survivor. Yeah,
1: it was rewatching weird. it. I totally gagged. Yeah,
0: it was so strange. Like it was just
1: like,
0: but why? This bitch was out. She said she was out to win. I will use whoever I have to use. I would throw whoever I need to under the bus. Like, I am making it to the end. I am out to fucking win this shit. And Stephanie won.
1: <laughs> it, it, it sure?
0: I don't know what she won, but hey, she won. Yeah, I don't...
1: What, sure?
0: You want to get into uh, Stephanie and Jacqueline? That whole debacle and breakdown?
1: Yes, let's, let's go
0: oh okay so stephanie and Jacqueline realize that the the that the two of them are um
1: because the men were kind of boring the season really was the women
0: the men very much so were i think the only highlight for me for the men was matt and his like complete his breakdown.
1: foolishness
0: that, yes. i mean there
1: was johnny who came in later
0: and- oh i forgot johnny came in about the same time as angel
1: yeah, Johnny and Angel both were the last two to
0: come in. Yeah. Johnny is a former gang member.
1: And his I, son's in prison for son's murder. Son's in prison for murder. Because his son Johnny. also became he a, made, gang a
0: bear His son followed in his footsteps. So Johnny's coming in to essentially see the experience that he pretty much for real for real dodge considering his son is in there for that long yeah and he wants to get understand his son and what his son is going through and right. that that's one of those like running things through other seasons of 60 days into yeah
1: it's a, lot a of fair them, amount of people, people coming come in, in to see like what their partner are going through what they're, they're you know all of that yeah it's a, that's a running thing so like the men kind of they came in they did what they're supposed to do and they kind of left. It's the women that really. <laughs> they sure the did. Season.
0: Okay, let's just cackle about the women for the rest of this because yeah. it's a lot. We'll it is the time a lot. The
2: women, yeah.
0: We, on what matters to the world. Right. Okay, so we have in the women's pod, Jacqueline and Stephanie were the first two in. Jacqueline and Stephanie figure out that they are both in the program. Angel comes in at that. Angel comes in about that point.
1: But oh. found out
0: because Jacqueline forgets what the fuck her name is. Jacqueline so forgets what the her fuck her wristband. name is. But I will give I will give Jacqueline kudos because for her to be able to play that shit off the way she played it off.
1: I mean, she, looked she at tried.
0: Her like she, she tried though. And she, she tried in a way that I didn't even think she'd be. I would. Even, I didn't even think she'd be able to do that.
1: Jacqueline annoyed me because she kept yelling, "This is racism." It's like shut the fuck up, right? Like, what well,
0: she was yelling about being. She was yelling about being discriminated against.
1: They won't let me keep my pink shit. It's racism, girl. Right.
0: Right. Now, granted, She's they were kind of
1: targeting her because she was white. We know what was happening.
0: No, they were targeting her because she was annoying. She was
1: irritating. Yeah, she was irritating and white.
0: She came into shut up. Oh right. Well, she came into it with that like I I am a normal. She came into it with that normal. I am a white white woman. Exactly. I was was trying to figure out how to say that (laughs) without putting it that way.
1: I am a white woman, and you will teach me as treat me as a white woman.
0: That's that's how she nah, came in. Than
1: you, because I am white. <laughs> she didn't
0: understand that being in that prison, you don't have rights no. to anything. No. Everyone else in there understood that, and that essentially was her.
1: Because it really was like, well, Ultimate was
0: downfall, having? and
1: it's like because it's fucking jail, girl. that's it's like, like, bro, you're on you. your fucking
0: own. Exactly. But like, but don't nobody give a fuck, fuck about out. you. Like, don't nobody give a fuck. about Well, she learned that nobody gave a fuck about her at all. Real fast. She sure the fuck did. So Jacqueline and Stephanie are in. It is, I believe it was Tiny's birthday. Tiny was an inmate that was rooming with Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie invites Jacqueline to what they're calling the biggest party that uh, their block or pod has ever seen. And I had never what I thought of as being Whippets is something totally different. Like what <laughs> I did in my 20s as Whippets was definitely not this. No. So these niggas are taking Kool-Aid, um, whatever pills, Remron, the Zola, find. pain like anything that they can find, which I had to look up Rim Rimron, and I was like, oh, it's COVID. Bitch my need some Remron, yeah, honestly.
1: Yeah. That's
0: so yeah. <laughs> and they're mixing it together with, it was Kool Aid, the pills, and okay, I want to say something like the, candy it was or some type cake? of candy of some sort. Or icing? It was it, something thick. It was
1: something thick and sweet because it it covered the taste of the pills.
0: They were saying that you got all sugar at first, and then you got the pills on the back.
2: Yeah.
0: And they they're having this party. Oh, the oh also the reason why they call it Whippus is is they have it in their little like.
1: Like those noodles. Cup appetites. of ramen. It's the, yep. Yeah, it's the cup of noodles.
0: Like. And they're whipping it to dissolve the pills. hmm uh-huh. See, what I knew as being whippets was um, whipped cream canisters.
1: Uh, well, that too. I mean, it is like that's the that's the accessible the the privileged way to do a whippet, not the prison way to do whippets, because <laughs> you know prison. So it's Ooh, not like they can shit. get. <laughs> whipped cream canisters.
0: <laughs> no, they got shit better than a whipped cream canister.
1: I mean, yeah, because it's like they, but the way they did it, like they did it in the, it's the same formula. It's, it's the same stuff. It's just the, it's because they don't have whipped creams. They had to make some type of something to make it pasty. So theirs ended up being thick instead of thinner, so they couldn't spray it, but it's the same combination of shit.
0: Oh no, Kind of,
1: kind of.
0: What they were doing, mm-mm.
1: I also was around very, very, very white people, so that's the way I know a whipped to be. Except it's like a, it, but they put it in like some type of aerosol canister so that it gets aerated, and they can. But I, I only know it to be crushed pills mixed with some type of heavy cream and something else that's then aerated and made into a whipped cream.
0: See, we were doing some punk shit. We was just, like, essentially doing a popper's version of whipped cream. That was essentially it, just huffing.
1: No, no, I grew up. Also,
0: keep in mind, I was, like, 20. But I also...
1: (laughs) I also
0: went to school with people who went to farm parties, so. Oh, girl. Well, speaking of farm parties, because that's essentially what this turned into. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's not the first one. And this, honestly, was probably the tamest party that, that they That was the
1: tamest one. And that kind of struck me, like, so we just having, part, like, wild-ass parties in jail, and nobody is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Like everybody's just okay with this wild ass party happening.
0: I, I know this is gonna sound kind of odd. I mean, let I
1: them didn't, have their fun. I don't. That's care where I was. Because it's, but like,
0: it is also like, where the fuck are the CEOs? Like,
1: where is everybody? Like, and how is none of these niggas
0: happening? were quiet.
1: And like, I, all these niggas were loud. They were all in the same cell. I was like, y'all don't have lockdown? Like, what the fuck is going on in here?
0: Right. Like, where are the COs? Like, I yeah. had to turn my TV down. These niggas were so goddamn exactly. loud.
1: Exactly. That was really my thing. It's not so much. Because I'm like, I'm like, y'all in prison. Find your joy how you can find it. I don't really care about it. Right. But at the same time, what, girl? What is happening?
0: I, yep. Very, yep.
1: <laughs> that was, I kind of... Jump back and forth between, I mean, y'all already in prison. Most of y'all for petty drug charges, and it don't really serve y'all to be there anyway. But also, what?
0: (laughs) Girl, they gave Stephanie that whip, and Stephanie was like, bitch, I am down. She
1: was ready. When I say mama was ready, she
0: She was was (laughs) there for the fun.
1: Exactly.
0: Jacqueline wasn't. No. And Jacqueline. Jacqueline goes and she washes it off her hand, and the girls are rude. They're kind of upset about it. Because yeah, it they is. like,
1: why you waste my shit? Like, you could have yeah. taken it.
0: Also, it is technically rude. It is, it's
1: quite it is rude.
0: inhospitable to you come do not, into people.
1: So it's home. The, the drugs.
0: Right. Well, not just the drugs, but Just also, anything. If I
1: give you something, don't go wash it off your fucking hands. Like, you're too good to have. Like, come on, right. girl. Act like you got some home training.
0: And one of the things that and I never I don't know why anybody else didn't didn't well anybody period ever said it was when drugs are offered, I don't do that. Like I, I watch my mother do that. I'm like I'm good. Like that's something yeah, I like always said. I never would do.
1: Out of that it's there percent. are ways
0: out. And plus saying something like that, these women will identify with. They and they'd be like, all, they'll all, they'll right, be like all right, we
1: leave her alone. I get you. Because they are
0: all women who are addicted who have kids, so saying something like that is going to hit a nerve in them that they're going to leave you the fuck alone because Mm -hmm. it's going to be too much, too real, and too much accountability.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: But this dumb bitch goes and washes her hands off
1: in front of everybody. In in front front of everybody, like she did it, like
0: in front of everybody. In front of everybody, you
1: could have just not taken it. You could have just
0: said, "I'm good." Well, I. They would have questioned,
1: and just say I had a lot of people in my life that were addicted. And that that was my very hard on me. She looked like she does drugs anywhere.
0: She She, yeah she she looked like she looked a little downriver. She She was giving you a little wine dot a little Waterford.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She has meth face.
0: She was giving you a little Little Rock.
1: Yeah, yeah, she was.
0: (laughs) But one thing too that annoys me. for those of you who haven't seen 60 days in obviously they give everybody a cover um they don't think far enough ahead to give them things to say to help them remove themselves from those kinds of situations
1: exactly they, they just, just say, say don't do figure it it out. don't do it but figure it out and it's like you're putting people who most of them have never ever ever been anywhere near this type of situation nowhere they have no idea how to interact with these people even the ones that are quote unquote street smart still don't know how to interact with these type of people they don't know how to because it's very few that they put in here who have been in any type of in any type of communication with people who live this type of life so now you got people with these flimsy ass cover stories that y'all yeah. don't really give enough details for, for them to be they able don't flesh to, out. to actually tell. And then you don't tell them how to handle these type of situations. Like tr- you're literally setting them up to be found out.
0: That is it. Like they truthfully just put these people in and say, your name is Billy Bob Joe. You were a coal miner back in 1942. Right. You got hooked on heroin and now you're arrested. Figure it the rest now out. Go. And it's like, nigga, what? It's like,
1: I'm so I'm doing who with what what
0: the what? Right. And you you're put in this position where if you're offered these if you're offered anything by these people, they don't train you on what to say or what to do. And they just nope. let you go. And, and that it's to also me like
1: in a in an environment in which If you say no, you automatically look like a suspect. Exactly. Because it's like these people in this in this type of situation, they're literally living to forget. And the fact that you want to be sober when you have a chance not to be—they're going to question
0: why. Why? Because being in prison is fucking miserable. Exactly. So why do you want to be sober throughout your entire existence here?
1: Entire time.
0: Because it doesn't make sense. Why are
1: you so vehemently? trying to not be so because they always say don't engage with the inmate shenanigans well what do you want me to do stand in the corner taking notes like nancy drew what the fuck i have to engage at some level
0: that's it they want you and it's one of the things that i found stupid fucking interesting is that they will in one minute say we don't want you to engage too much we want you to sit on the back just kind of chill hang out and watch and then all of a sudden but go they figure go, out how
1: they're getting drugs in here
0: Thank you, and I but want you to build relationships. The,
1: but go figure out how they get in the shanks in here. But how it's are like, you girl, supposed to do that if you're a criminal who will not engage in illegal activity?
0: Exactly, with it other criminal minds.
1: Right, it doesn't make it doesn't, sense.
0: No, like when, when you're around, if you're a weed smoker and you're around people who smoke weed, you smoke. If you're exactly. a cigarette smoker and you're around people who smoke cigarettes, smoke cigarettes if you are a drinker and you're around people who drink you drink
1: they don't flesh the shit out you're going to do criminal shit like it's just what the way they send them in never makes any sense because it's like you give them these stories that really anybody who's had any contact with the justice system will tell you right away that ain't how this shit works. because you telling me you came from a whole nother state but now you're here on a speed ticket and you had a warrant from somewhere else, well, how would they figure that out?
2: Bingo! Like, it's like there's
1: so much shit that never makes sense. The only story that was fleshed out slightly was Stephanie's. Because she's like, oh, I was road tripping to go to Florida. I got pulled over for speed and I had coke in the car. Yep. Her story is the only one that was fleshed out enough to make any sense. And I yep. think she did that on her own.
0: Probably, honestly. <laughs> they probably said you went to florida you had cocaine
1: you were going Boom. to florida and got pulled up with cocaine in the car and it's like but that wh- how why that doesn't make any sense
0: right and i mean none of it makes sense and they, they literally just leave it up to the participants to fill this shit in and then hope that they remember it and right. if they don't remember it you're chastised when you come out
1: exactly because it's like well why didn't you keep your story straight and you could have Put everybody at risk because of this and that, and it's like, but you didn't give Girl. this story. Uh, that's good enough to keep straight. I had to make shit up. I'm going to forget
0: <laughs> these. Like the prison loves to hold over over everyone's head, um, the safety of the other participants.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, in one case, it is very applicable.
1: Very, very much so. In that one case, that's the only time it's ever that was really the only time applicable.
0: That was the only time. Um, so we were talking about Stephanie, Jacqueline, yes. um, let's get to Angela coming in. Angel.
1: And everybody the cute came She boy. came in and they all was lusting.
0: Girl, it was the River Jordan flowed through Pod Sea. Girls. Them girls were just, wet.
1: When I say they all flooded their basement, just lusting.
0: It was, it was kind of uncomfortable yes thank you i was trying to figure out what to say because i'm like i had a feeling but i don't know how to describe I'm it like this
1: level like the this the open lust that is happening is making me like it got they they stayed there too long and i was like i'm uncomfortable
0: even i know even in past seasons they have like lusted after some of the girls that were participants
1: because lusting after Jackie, which was wild to me. Bitch. But I'm like, you And Stephanie while you playing. They was. But they just wanted her weave though for real.
0: Her.
1: They wanted her weave. Because that the one of the girls was like, when you gonna give me that hair? <laughs> I wonder what happened to it because she didn't have it when she left. I wonder what happened to her weave.
0: She probably sold that shit. But for also anybody.
1: but also that's another thing that they don't talk about because you're not getting that weave in the prison.
0: I was wondering that. I thought you couldn't have none of that shit in.
1: Because as I know women who've gone into, into jail, whether it's the county prison, any of that, they take your weave.
2: You've yeah. heard the
1: story about my mama's ponytail. Now, granted, my mother did not go to jail. Oh, you never heard the story? No. I'll tell the story. <laughs> my mother has never been in jail. Let's start there. But she was arrested. So the police, my cousins were doing dumb shit. And in the process of them doing dumb shit, the police had my brother like by his collar, right? So my mom came home to see all this because she had went to like the grocery store something. we were there with my uncle. And my uncle was trying to figure out what the fuck my cousins was, didn't even realize that the police had my brother. Literally, he was like six, they literally had him oh by his collar, like dragging him. That sounds right? about right. Exactly, cuz he's a 6-year-old black boy. Mm-hmm. So, my mother pulls up and kind of sees all this going on. So she's like, "Well, what is happening? Like, what what is the problem? What's going on?" Trying to figure out what the fuck is happening, right? And they're like What you oh. never do. no they were like oh we're only going to release him into the custody of his parents she's like I'm his parent let him go get off of him and tell me what the fuck is going on so now because she's questioning what they're doing the female officer gets super hostile right so my mother being my mother she starts calling these niggas keystone cops and all kinds of other shit like and they were like oh you resisting arrest. She said, How I'm resisting my hands behind my back. Arrest me, bitch. Like also, she, I
0: ain't arrested. How am I resisting something that I am not? They
1: told her that if she if she kept trying to get my brother, they was gonna arrest her. So she turned around and put her hands behind her back. And she was yeah. like, Well, arrest Take me, me away, nigga." stone cops and all this other shit. You know, my mama got a mouth. So, she, they was like, well, you resisted." She was like, how I'm resisting? My hands behind my back, bitch. Like, I ain't resisting shit. Like, like, so she, she said, going, if, she if going you, to off
0: She said, if you stay ready, bitch, you ain't got to get ready. I'm exactly. ready, bitch. Put these she cuffs like, on. I ain't
1: resisting shit, bitch. My hands behind my back. Like, go ahead and arrest me, ho. Cause I'm going to yeah. be out tonight. Like, so,
0: I know that's right.
1: So they so. arrest her for literally no reason take her down to the to the jail right and do an intake so the female cops are fucking with her because she because she was in cuffs already right so my mom had it was it was the late 90s she had just got her hair done just got her hair done but she had a drawstring ponytail because late nineties so
0: the two minute ponytail the shaking of pony cute
1: her hair was super cute. No, those things
0: were cute. My mother had was, one too. It was a
1: little wavy ponytail. She had her little swoops and shit, you know, late 90s and shit. So <laughs> that swoops
0: that started at the right temple and came all the way across the forehead over to the left yeah, and up into the back.
1: She had her little bump and her her hair was cute.
0: Which, the, late night's black hair was a feast of architecture, wasn't
1: it? Though
0: <laughs> it so literally was everything.
1: They said when she get down to when she's in booking, they tell her, "Oh, you got to take everything out your pockets and blah blah blah." And the female cop slapped her ponytail and was like, "And this too." <laughs> <The> so <laughs> she takes the shit off, you know, takes all her <laughs> shit off, whatever. She happens to see my cousins in there because they did get her. These niggas running back across the fucking freeway like idiots. So, they're morons. Don't they're morons. So it's
2: bitch. So,
1: they're idiots. They're she. They're literally idiots. So you know she see them. They are because she pissed, and so they are trying to. You know, whatever, like, they sorry and shit, but she's pissed. (laughs)
0: So, I just want to make sure I understand this correctly. So, your mother's at the station
1: is running back from across the freeway.
0: Hey, me, snake. bless it be. Okay, I just had to collect literally uh, all of
1: this started because these niggas running back from across 75.
0: I just need to have a brief synopsis, (laughs) just I just need to catch up.
1: So they get, you know, she gets out that night, of course, because the fuck they had literally no reason to arrest her. Um, and so she had to go to court. Was it the next week, the week after, some shit like that? And uh, when she gets to court, she's sitting there. Now she didn't got her hair redone and everything, you know, whatever, because you know, black women is not about to walk around with their hair raggedy.
0: Every two weeks,
1: not gonna happen. So she got her hair redone the next day. So, she got a whole new sick shit going on, right? She's sitting there. Wait, did she get
0: the ponytail back?
1: I'm getting there.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) So, she's she's sitting in the court waiting for shit to start, right? So, the female officer that arrested her walked in wearing her fucking ponytail. The bitch left. She turned around and walked the fuck out. So, later... You know, of course, they dismissed charges, and nothing really came of this. So, a cu- like two weeks later, my mom went to a party. Right? The bitch was there wearing her ponytail. Say,
0: no, God, no. I'm like, you no. got her.
1: I was like, she, she said, she's my mother. Oh, my mother. She walked up to the lady and she was like, You done got a lot of miles out of that cheap ass ponytail.
0: More than I did. <laughs> and I know it's cheap because I bought it, bitch.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it, them shaking up them little drawstring ponies what ten dollars? So the lady was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just did it. She said, girl, if you need a ponytail that bed, I'd have gave it to you. We had to go through all that.
0: Right, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God, girl, you could buy a ponytail with the change you find in your couch it be perfectly, exactly. especially at that time.
1: Oh, so this female officer is still a cop, and we still see her from time to time. And every time she sees my mama, she turns the other way.
0: As she should.
1: <laughs> All these years later, now, mind you, my brother damn near thirty now. My brother is thirty. The
0: fuck is this? This is you. Yada, 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 yada. Ow! Ow! Playing. <laughs> that's body, girl.
1: I know the song, but how the fuck did it start playing?
0: <laughs> it's just the act of God.
1: It just started playing out of nowhere because I definitely wasn't, like, even in my music app. I was looking at emails.
0: <laughs> See, that was just God saying, you know what, you niggas need a little bit of joy. Y'all talking about yes. some real heavy-ass shit. Here's a little bit of Megan to break it up. Just so, a little bit to lift your spirits, shake your titties. <laughs>
1: so, I said all, all of that to say this is another reason why they failed because she shouldn't have got into that jail with that sew in, just like the, the girl on season before shouldn't have got in with that wig. That shit should have never made it. That end. $8 wig. Oh, that cheap ass wig. I hated it so much. And that also kind of blew her cover story because you're telling me she in jail for em- embezzlement. With but the bad wig. She got that cheap ass wig on. Mm -mm. not that her weave was any better.
0: This is the thing about Maori. And this is why I could believe her cover story about embezzlement and that cheap wig. Right. Cause she isn't the average. She doesn't come across as like the average black girl. That's like, oh, I'm going to get my hair laid as such, and I'm going to have but this. But
1: she said that she was. She's like, with oh, that I wig, love to girl. get my hair done. I love to get my nails done. But it's oh, like, no, you can love it. But, it's, but It it's may
0: like, not look good. Do you
1: know what you're doing? Because...
0: That wig she had on. Lord. No, Lord.
1: that was the one that be on the mannequin head at the front of the stuff. At the Bitch. end of the, uh, of the of the paramount. That's the one that she had. That fucking Bob just... Oh, it was so stiff. Like,
0: That's the wig that Macy's puts on the mannequin in the clearance section.
1: The H&M mannequins. That's the wig that H&M mannequins was
0: wearing. Oh, shit, bitch. I was going to say in the Sean John clearance section.
1: <laughs> there was a while where H&M's mannequins wore wigs.
0: I, I do remember that.
1: And they all used to wear that same stiff-ass Bob wig.
0: The uh, asymmetrical Vidal Sassoon bob.
1: Yes, I used to hate when they when I had to use that vibe. I was like, no, I don't want to do this. Like, give me the other when I could use the longer hair because there would because it all started because a lot of because she had a deck collection with H and M. So all the mannequins had to wear that beehive. That's how it all started. <laughs> That's
0: fucking dumb.
1: It is. The collection mm-hmm. was cute though.
0: Oh, I wouldn't doubt h and m has cute clothes. It was
1: a two part collection. The collection was super cute. I actually just recently got rid of the rest of my stuff I had from that
0: collection. yeah <laughs> I would have been held on. I would have held on to that just for just for myself.
1: Mm, I just didn't want to no. know it was a lot of florals. I ain't want
0: know. Oh no, fuck a floral. go around looking like a fucking couch, looking like somebody's fucking day bed.
1: no it was man. Like- the spring, it was a two part, it was a spring and a winter. And the spring was a lot of like pink, pinks, purples, it was a lot of florals. A lot of, and it was a cute floral, but floral nonetheless. Um, and then the winter was a lot of blues and whites, still florals, but blue florals. <laughs> it was. If I could, it was ages ago.
0: So if I could even still find it, I could, I'll show you. Um, okay. Last thing before we get back in, I've always wanted to come across somebody in complete floral patterns, sit on them and pretend they were furniture. I'm like, Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize you were a person. I
1: wear head to toe floral all the time.
0: Bitch, I sit on you know, you'd be like, oops, sorry. Thought you were an armchair. I love her, <laughs> Oh no i I'd, I'd like a moderate floral print.
1: Mm-mm. I will wear a big ignorant ass floral all the time
0: Um, so we were talking about angel coming in. I think that's where we left off. Yeah, so Angel the fuck boy comes in, gives major cute like very cute, very attractive. Oh, that looks like substitute art teacher floral
1: yeah. That's she just showed much. me a
0: picture of the Lana Del Rey collection, and it looks like she looks like a substitute art teacher.
1: That's very much what it was given.
0: Actually, to be perfectly honest, in those photos, she looks exactly like my middle school art teacher, who, <laughs> when we were in eighth grade, made us do ink blot tests. Not even kidding you. We had to make these ink blot tests, and then she took them to be analyzed by her therapist, right? Oh my God. Me being a little smart ass, you know what mine was called? I was like 13. Giddy mm-hmm. with herpes.
1: Mm-mm.
0: She looks exactly like that woman.
1: This was also in 2012, if that tells you anything about the styles.
0: I mean, I hate to say it, but these old bras be wearing that now.
1: Oh, very much so. I had this dress. <laughs>
0: oh, that's cute. Okay. Yeah. Back to 60 days in.
1: Back to 60
0: days in. Um, so Angel comes in, is a complete fuck boy. Angel decides she in
1: the door looking like, oh, she cute, she cute. She I cute. mean she was. Like...
0: Also, we find out that Angel just got out of a relationship too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So Angel's coming in here, uh, feeling young, fresh, and new, as Khalise would say. <laughs> uh, looking not for love, but to um She kind of gives me the next, like, Susan B. Anthony vibes. And for those of you who know, know (laughs) what I mean. Okay. And I'm sorry, I have to say this just to quote Moesha. I know what I know. And if you know, you know what I mean. She comes in like the next Susan B. Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) And at this point, they don't know that Angel is a participant in the program. Um, Angel is loved by all. Everyone says that Angel is an inspiration, and she just lights up at the room. She's magnetic, i.e. Angel's a cute stud.
1: Exactly, and it was just like all the, it's like they stayed on the list for so long. I was just like...
0: I mean, you locked up and, you know, a hot-ass no, piece of I through.
1: I that, but it's like, why did we stay here so long? Like, we don't... <laughs> We didn't need to stay here this long.
0: (laughs) Well, I feel like, and it's interesting the way that like editing and narratives work. So you had this like everybody clamoring around Angel because new girl, attractive stud in a pod full of Mm -hmm. femme girls. Yeah, And it gives this like kind of narrative that Angel chooses Gabrielle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, all of that, like she that whole like, lusting thing.
1: Her pick of the litter and she just. Exactly. Yeah, it definitely does set that narrative up. But that's Look, not it even like the case because a lot of them were already coupled up. Like it was, because you know, in prison, Oh, I wouldn't Kim doubt stud, that. That didn't matter because we saw the coupling happening. Oh, yeah. Even before she got there. So it was just like for the way, but the way they set that up with that heavy on the lust. And then all the praising of her and all of the shit, it's like it definitely set it up like she chose Gabrielle, but that's exactly it because she chose her. That's why she did what she did.
0: That and that, that the way that that narrative was created through not only her own actions but editing was Mm -hmm. very noticeable. Yeah, so, it's like
1: they tried to give a justification for the nonsense.
0: I don't I don't think it was necessarily a justification. I think they were just trying to tell a complete story, if that makes sense.
1: But but that's what I'm saying. In the telling the complete or, story. Or quote
0: unquote complete.
1: In the quote unquote completion of this narrative, it it almost gave a justification to it because it's like kind of i walked in i chose this girl i chose her to be a part of my world because i knew she was trustworthy and that is why i did this and that and it's like well that doesn't mean anything but that's the way they set it up it's like well if you look at how I carefully selected this one and mm. I carefully opened up to this one and yep. I made her share with me before I share it with her. And, but it's like, that's not what happened.
0: That's not what happened, baby.
1: That's not what happened. And you can clearly see the cutaways as to how they tried to make it like that's how this happened. Like this was a natural progression of a relationship. And it's like, that's not what happened. What happened? And this was, is also.
0: This is the one
1: girl that wasn't lusting after you because she just got there. So you wanted the one, the new one, before anybody else had a chance.
0: Well, Gabby, they definitely were doing under, they definitely had some kind of tension where they were both obviously attracted
1: to each other. other, But it's like with Angel, it was like, I want her. In a sense, it kind of came off like I picked her because she's new.
0: Well, I thought it was I picked her because she's beautiful and she has this tragic backstory and she's an addict trying. Her. That's the narrative that I got.
1: Kind of. Yeah, I I could get that. Cause it's like she's the one that can be saved because she just got here.
0: Well, and I I trust her. And because I trust her and I love her, I can say like but Angel's whole thing her. is very self centered.
1: Oh, Angel very much So. But that's I, why I said that if I don't felt think she like, loved herself. She didn't. But that's why I said... Because you know she lives here in New York now with her new girlfriend.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw that.
1: Yeah. But that's why I said that <laughs> it was very much because it was, she was new. Because it's like, you know, she walked in. These other women were already here. And it's like they're quote-unquote prison hardened already. Yeah. This girl is like, oh, she came after me. She's new. Let me save her.
0: There was this idea of naivete that really Angel much. thought Gabrielle had. However,
1: it was really Angel that was the naive
0: one. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because Gabby
0: was running game on that bitch the from whole fucking job.
1: time. It's like she's time. an addict, mama. They run. That's what they do. They run right. game on you. That's what addicts do. And as somebody who's been around enough of them to know. This is what they do. You're talking to. Se- She's literally going through withdrawals. You think you can believe anything that she says at this
0: point? Ag- yes. <laughs> which we find. We find that out.
1: Right.
0: Um. We find that out at the end of the season. They do a where are they now? I think it's six months later. Mm-hmm. Angel goes back, and they they don't let her in the prison because we'll get into why.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm surprised they but even let like- that bitch on the grass.
1: Yeah. Same. But it's I'm like, surprised she was she brave enough
0: to even go back.
1: She doesn't love you. You're a distraction.
0: You are a distraction from the immediate pain and, and misery.
1: The immediate pain of going through withdrawals.
0: Which is exactly, she was the exact same thing for you. Mm-hmm. She was a distraction uh, was from a the misery. She was the way to get
1: through doing the 60 days.
0: That's exactly it. Which you didn't do the 60 days. You didn't. a lot of people
1: don't do
0: the 60 days no bitch let me tell you okay so i have a boyfriend boyfriend and I were watching it right Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to he don't like 60 days in but he kind of got into it yeah and I just looked at him was like there is as tough as I may think I am in my head there is always something in the back of my mind that's like Bitch, there's always somebody bigger than you. There's always somebody smarter than you. There's always somebody stronger than you. Yep. So you pick and choose your battles. Now yep. you can smell a weak bitch and you can smell a fight that you can win. Mm-hmm. Those are the fights that you go after. Yeah. And if you can smell that it's just a little bit of a challenge, but you know you can maneuver it, those are the fights that you do. But bitch, if it's a fight that you can't get out of, and you know good goddamn well you will not fucking survive, guess what? Don't play. If you don't, don't play, it. you can't lose. And I know for exactly. good goddamn sure, if my ass was on sixty good goddamn days, I would lose. So yeah, I'm, no, not I'm not gonna not play. To do sixty days in,
1: like I no bitch. One, it's because I know it's gonna go one of two ways. I'm gonna walk into intake. And but I'm you going like, to end up
0: with real charges?
1: Exactly. I'm gonna walk into intake and either I'm gonna say hell the fuck no at intake because the first time I walk into some nasty and shit, I'm gonna wanna go. Or I'm gonna go into the actual, I'm gonna get through intake and get into the prison and end up actually fighting a bitch. And no.
0: You're not like, gonna make it the prison because you're gonna be trying to fight a guard, and your ass is just gonna spend probably, the whole time in lockdown. Gonna say it's wild and I'm gonna
1: like, no, nah. because see, there's a reason why I don't commit crimes because I already know if I go to jail, I'm gonna end up with even more charges. Because I know you gonna how say how that
0: one more time for the girls in the back, one more time like, for the girls in the like, back.
1: I, I, you know, you got to know your limits, and I know my limits is don't do crime because if you go to jail, bitch, you're going you to stay the there time. for the rest of your life. Because the only I always said the only way I'm gonna go to jail is behind my babies. Outside of that, that's I'm it. Not doing nothing else because it hey, it's nothing on that I can gain on the street that's worth me going to jail. Because I already know what's gonna happen. A two year charge gonna end up a life charge because the second one of them hoes get out of line, I'm gonna end up killing the bitch. i said like I'm already in jail. Fuck it, it don't matter. Because once I go in, I'm not gonna give a fuck no
0: more. Like, and honestly, if you come out, it's just going to be revolving door because it's not like you're going to have be able to have any skills. You should be, be kept away from to, the world for years.
1: I'm not going to be able to get a job. I'm going to have to be buried in restitution. So then it's just going to become a revolving door. So that's why I said at that point, once I go in, I ain't going to give a fuck no more. Eh? Right. Might as well stay in this hole.
0: <laughs> so speaking of going in and staying in that hole, um, let's get to uh, swole. The woman slow. she swole. came in with
1: Stephanie.
0: I think so. She came in with Stephanie and that woman with the green hair yes. that looked like a big-ass tumbleweed. That's okay. The, Can we talk about girl, that woman that the, with the wig? No, the with the wig. In, the, uh,
1: in, the, in the, the van said she stank and she
0: couldn't sit next to her. Bitch, what was she going through?
1: <laughs> she was like, this house stank. I need to move.
0: Like... <laughs> like that girl looked like all of who did it and what for. But and I just like, I was like, somebody really comb that baby hair. Like
1: she was on hardcore drugs. And also, like she, she did. Got, also, like she got either was found in the trap house or she got woken up out of her sleep because it's very clear that she was laying down somewhere by the way that wig was sitting. And the way it <laughs> was mad on that one side, was. mama was clearly laying down. <laughs> it was!
0: You could clearly see that she obviously was resting at some exactly. point. Exactly,
1: Mama was laying down when they came and arrested her.
0: She was laying down. The silk scarf fell off. She rolled around a couple of times. She had no
1: scarf. That shit was too damn mad. At she ain't got <laughs> a damn scarf on that bitch unless she on the roughest sheets ever. I she just, wasn't wearing no scarf. She was. She was clearly laying somewhere because she had like shit in her hair. Like it was like a lot going on on that one side.
0: It was like a whole ass bird's nest. It
1: was, and it was like that whole left side flat green. That green, green at the bottom with red
0: highlights.
1: Yeah, I was very confused about her Christmas coloring.
0: Bitch, you gonna hate that I'm saying you don't. You gonna hate it. I'm gonna say this. That bitch's wig looked like your grandma's fence.
1: (laughs) I forgot about that. It did though.
0: <laughs> okay, for, for the listeners, it's a slight inside joke. Uh my partner in crimes, uh, grandmother's fence used to be green and red. It was did mostly you, green with highlights it was, of red. It was like
1: pieces of red. My <laughs> like every 10 plaits. Because my gra- my grandma asked my grandfather to go out and stain the fence. That is all he was supposed to do this nigga decided he was going to get creative and painted that bitch red and green. He painted the, the front door red and green. She had just no. put a brand new door up and it was white and it had little gold flecks in it. And, it <laughs> he, and he decided he was creative and going to paint all that shit red and green.
0: He was she, filling himself.
1: When I say she was pissed when she got home,
0: <laughs> She come home like... Uh, fuck my house looking like fucking Franker moved 4. Get the fuck out of here with this she bullshit.
1: was pissed. <laughs> oh, God. I completely forgot her fence was red and
0: green. Knowing that we're doing this podcast, I, when I saw that wig, I was like, oh, Lord, I got to break up her grandma fence. Because that's exactly the first thing I thought of was like, oh, God. I didn't even
1: think about it because I forget. Like, this was
0: grandmother's fence. This is what this wig was the wig looked like.
1: It It was.
0: It was. But well, we meet Big Swole. Not Big Swole, Swole. Because Big Swole is a man. Swole, Swole is a, is a woman. Yes. So Swole look they like. They do
1: not know each
0: other. They don't know each other. As far as we know, anyway. Um, Swole, looks like, Swole looks like Big Mama on a Sunday when she's relaxing. She took a wig off. And I mean, Big Mama from Proud Family, specifically from yeah. Proud Family. When you watch the show, if you watch the show, and if you've watched Proud Family, you will see exactly what I mean. Yep. She just looked like Big Mama on a Sunday with no wig on, and this bitch ain't never got no goddamn pants on. I done seen this woman's so, ass more times than I done seen my motherfucking man. So,
1: every time she came on the screen, Bo will be like, oh, it's big draws again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this thing is going ahead. Okay. No shade though, because I was like, why do I always have to see this woman in her motherfucking pantaloons? Right. If you don't get the fuck out of here.
1: Her <laughs> <Our> fucking trousers. <laughs> also,
0: I'm not gonna say that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> not good <at> this week.
0: <laughs> no, nope. nonetheless, Swole enters the pod. And Swole is a very dominant figure and essentially the pod boss. Mm-hmm uh swole and now mind
1: you she was there because they kicked her out of the prison
0: that's exactly it <laughs> that's exactly it it actually was swole swole was the one that was in the in in the she bus in
1: the van talking shit Stephanie.
0: about the girl with the hair
1: yes saying
0: that she stank <laughs> she like what's that smell uh-uh. Like it's your body odor bitch.
1: bothering me. Did she did, did she not say your body odor is inspiring
0: me? I said, god damn it. Bitch, oh, if you feel get your ass out of here. Mm-mm. Uh Swole enters and is, like we said, a dominating figure. She is a pod boss. Swole and Stephanie actually begin to build a somewhat of a relationship. Um until they begin to fall out, and I, I can't remember why they fell out. Mm-hmm. Come on, let me see. I know I wrote it down.
1: Oh, because um, her and Jacqueline like so. She just, I don't know. She just didn't like Stephanie for whatever reason. And then Stephanie went to Jacqueline and said that she was bullying her. So that's when Jacqueline told Stephanie to move into her room.
0: Well, no, something happened because initially. Stephanie and Swole were cool, but there was a tiff that happened between the two of them.
1: Yeah, I don't remember exactly what happened between them, because I don't even know that they showed what happened between them.
0: They just, I I don't even think they did. They just said something that happened between them. Yeah,
1: they said something happened between them, and then she was like going off, and that's when Jacqueline told Stephanie to move into her room. And then the guard came, was like, but you can't just move yourself and da da. And so Jacqueline was like, Oh, we well, were <laughs> bullying her and blah blah blah. And Stephanie was like, I ain't say that shit. <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. Stephanie didn't say anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, because Swole asked her, like, Stephanie, why would you tell her that? And she was like, I didn't say that.
0: I thought Swole asked her that after.
1: It was after the guard left, because okay. that's what because remember, Swole didn't hear about it until after the guard left.
0: No, Swole was out there because, okay, hear so it while she,
1: was, oh, she okay. heard
0: it. Swole was out there in their little communal space. Uh-huh. And Jacqueline, not ja- Jacqueline, yeah, Jacqueline said, they're bullying her. Uh-huh. And then the guards, and then, no, Swole pops up. She starts popping shit. And then the guard looks at Jacqueline and says, what well, if they're bullying her? Why didn't she say anything? Right. And the first thing I thought was, How you just presented yourself is the exact reason why they don't say anything.
1: Exactly. That's
0: why. This entire it one of the takeaways, the like non-entertaining factors of 60 Days, 60 Days In is seeing a completely mismanaged, incompetent.
1: Like across the board. Literally every prison they go to, it's like the guards aren't aren't equipped they're not trained properly they don't they're understaffed and and then not just that it's like so many of them take that little bit of power that they have and it goes to their heads and they because like so you saw in the men's party too with the way they would talk to them and even like this in this news this newest season that guard takes it to a whole nother level
0: i heard i did hear and I thought they were talking about season five that one of the guards, well, actually, this probably happens every season. Kept like, taking her keys fired. and
1: hitting the door.
0: <gasps> yeah. So it was
1: Mother's Day, and she waited, she was on a night shift. And, you know, it's Mother's Day in a prison, in a woman's prison. So, you know, no, going through the it. Press, they just going through it. She was on the night shift, and one of the inmates, not one of the participants one of the actual inmates had reported her for something else
0: oh and she came back with a vengeance
1: and when they reported her whoever the other inmate was reported her for whatever it reported her for the guard started asking other people so there was there was one of the participants that she had left her sitting like damn near completely naked for hours because they had took her clothes to wash them, but didn't give her another <laughs> change of clothes.
0: That is insulting. So
1: she's sitting there, damn near naked. She was like, "I'll get there when I get there." Right. So, uh-uh. the, and then it was like, not only was she damn near naked, but she's also on her period. So it's like she uh-huh. doesn't have anything to put on. When they came in to ask questions about the other inmate's complaint, of course this participant who became a trustee, which I feel like is really weird. But how did
0: the participant become a trustee?
1: It was very strange to me, but um, so she like was telling her experience, and everybody's kind of telling what this one particular lady was doing to them, right? So she comes in that night after being chastised and everything else, because they they show on camera where she's chastised by her superiors. So she comes in, as soon as they, like, once this lights out, she let she lets an hour go by where they get, just getting into sleep, starts banging her keys against the door. And, you know, it's a metal door and she's banging her keys against and it.
0: And that shit is echoing.
1: Right. Wakes everybody up.
0: Mm-hmm. Now they're all
1: up. And then they all kind of go back to sleep. Once they all get to sleep, she starts doing this shit again. And she did
0: that shit all fucking night, and did not let anybody sleep. She needs to actually be actually being very truthful and very honest. It's that is a human rights violation.
1: It
2: is, and that is technically
0: considered torture. And she she should be in a federal prison. Yeah, like this shit is happening on camera. The problem Mm -hmm. is they don't give a fuck about these people. Like they don't give a fuck about these people.
1: And it's like even though we know this show is heavily edited, we know that this is not, this can nowhere near be part a docu-series and nothing like that. Like, we're very aware. And
0: no way shape from, it's a glimpse. It's a it's glimpse. It's a very safe glimpse But it also really does show
1: you, it's like scared straight. It's like, yes, we know. Oh my God, I forgot about scared sick. straight. We know that they're told to do this and all this other stuff, but you really do look at really how these guards treat these people because these guards aren't part of the program. No, inmates are okay. part of the edited part. Is the way the yeah they'll edit it to make it look like there's more tension than there actually was, or yeah. like there was one person getting into more fights than they actually was. I know in one season, um, the first season, it was like the way they they always show these people like snorting this white powder. Come to find out, it's just crushed up prescription pills, and people who have like coke problems and stuff were crushing them and sniffing them. But it's not like heavy drug use this is medicine they're supposed to be taking but they did it this way because that's what they're used to so it's like yeah you you know that this shit is happening so no we're not that's why we call this a reality show and not a docu-series because it
0: is it's
1: it's a reality show
0: it's a reality it's the most epitomized boiled down version of a reality show. It's like when it is, the real
1: world first started.
0: Actually, I was thinking it's a little bit more akin to Bad Girls Club versus the real world. Because you're locked up in this space. But you that, can barely make phone calls. That's well, what the
1: real world was. In the beginning. Because they didn't have a lot of outside contact in the first of seasons.
0: But they didn't have... There wasn't so much
1: they had jobs, tension
0: bro. and aggression. And they had jobs as well, especially in the earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. They had things to do. And then even in some of the later seasons, I think there was like a Hollywood one where they brought a bunch of people who were, one was an actor, another was a dancer, another was a, a singer, and they were supposed to be yeah. quote unquote chasing their dreams, a la Chasing Atlanta, except Chasing Atlanta did it first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it really is. And it's honestly 60 days in is probably the most difficult for me because then I I keep going back to this idea and this thought of at the end of the day, these are real people that are incarcerated and Mm -hmm. incarceration is a very real, very tangible Mm -hmm. thing. And it's affected many of us. to have it like set up like this is just it makes me feel kind of icky but as i was
1: watching it it really like it's funny because i was having this conversation with him yesterday and it's like as i'm watching it and i you know i i get the entertainment value and i get there's a real aspect to it but as i'm watching it it really just Kind of reaffirms for me the way I feel about the justice system because I really that too. I feel like at one, I want people to stop calling them rehabilitation centers because they're not rehabilitating anything. Also, majority of the jail population. Well, also they tried to say like, oh, they overplayed the minorities. They didn't because we already know that black and brown people make up eighty five percent of the jail population. Like we know that. The
0: minority, which, which they didn't do that in season one and season two, season, were, which were it was, they, it was very, it was Indiana,
1: it was Indiana. So, and the population, remembering of the that
0: kind of shocked me too.
1: See, but that's the thing because I know where that jail is in Indiana, it didn't shock me.
0: Well, I mean, the fact that they focused on mostly white people in that first season
1: but that's why that's why i said it didn't shock me because because i know where that jail is in indiana and i know what the population of people that would be in that jail looks like the makeup of that jail didn't shock me it's just like when they in season five when they go to new mexico or wherever it doesn't shock me that it's mostly mexicans
0: wait season five is new mexico so i think so with the republican barbie girl and the loud, yeah. and the loud. Oh my God. I can't remember what her name is, but she reminded me of every bitch I went to high, she reminded me of every bitch I name. loved in high school and every bitch that helped me get through high the, school.
1: Season five has that nigga from Dayton that got on my damn nerves too. David. He, the black dude from Dayton, the one
0: that really thought he was running some shit. Oh, his fine ass. The one that was a cop. Yeah, the one that was a balding cop. Yeah,
1: he's not that fine. He, got he on was my
0: cute. I um, I followed him on Instagram. He got on
1: my nerves. He had
0: a nice he, body. He was fuckable.
1: And it, no. <laughs> he
0: was fuckable.
1: I didn't. I didn't. See, maybe because he got on my damn nerves so bad. But anyway,
0: I liked his fake aggression. It's like, nigga, I I will fuck you and was, punch you in your throat. He was
1: literally every <laughs> nigga from Dayton I've ever met. Every he, he just it, oh he just got on my nerves. But um, it's like, but it it really really reaffirmed to me that imprisoning most of these people is not doing them any justice because I've always said that outside of like actual violent crimes where you literally are a danger to the people around you you really shouldn't go to prison
0: I'm I'm very much so from the same mind
1: because it's like Putting somebody in prison for a judge a drug charge doesn't serve anything.
0: No way, straight form, a fashion.
1: Put them in rehab. That's where. If we were talking go.
0: about rehabilitation, if we're we really put them talking in rehab. about
1: rehabilitation. Put them in rehab.
0: But so, with reality, we're talking about monetization.
1: We're talking about monetization because private because jails are privatized. We're talking about we're literally keeping them full to make money. If that's exactly if, it. If we're talking about and and then a lot of, especially like drug trafficking charges because it's like most of these come from these centers of poverty. Yep. Where it's like there are no opportunities, there's no business there because there's no tax base there. So you can't incentivize the build, the business to build there if no one owns their home. And we right. also need to talk about how the racism involved in basing school funding on property taxes. Yep. So it's like there's so many layers, and it's like when you watch a show like this. Yes, we know it's for entertainment value, but you can't, in good conscience, ignore the real problems with our justice system and with our country as a whole that are presented in these type of environments. Because yes, the show is for production, but these people are actually in prison, and if you look at how young the prison population is. Most they of these never got is a chance. Babies. Yeah, they're 18, 19, 20. They never got a chance to start their life. Even no. on Scared Straight, because there was the season, the one episode where they ended up talking to one of the kids. I think it was a prison in Michigan. They ended up talking to one of these boys. When he was like 17, but he had been on a previous episode when he was like 14 or so. His mom had put him through the Scared Straight program. He ended up in prison anyway. But it was like, he's from one of these centers. It was a white kid, but that doesn't matter because it's like, he's from one of these centers of poverty in Michigan. You know how most of Michigan is. It's large centers of poverty. And it's like, what was he supposed to do? But because we're so indoctrinated in this capitalist society and we're taught to criminalize the poor, it's always like, well, you figure it out. And it's like, no, that's literally, there's a reason why there's cycles of poverty. The system isn't designed for you to get out
0: in no way shape from a fashion
1: and then you go into the prison system and now it's like not only are you strapped with this charge but then you got all this restitution so you have this revolving cycle of debt. plus no one will hire you because yep. you have a drug charge or you have a retail theft charge or whatever the case may be so you go right back into committing another felony because it's not like you learned anything
0: It's not like you picked
1: up a trade.
0: And it's not like,
1: even if you did, who's going to hire you? Because the fact that we hire felons is a selling point for companies tells you how many people don't.
0: Which, okay, there's something that has to be said, too, as far as, like, hiring felons. In some of these prisons, many of your um, name brand items are actually made. Yeah. For cents on the dollar.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: These, and they're. it's not like they're being trained really in a legitimate trade. It's not like you're taking them and, they're, and you're saying, all right, Victoria's Secret has come in. We're going to do these bras and panties. Not only are you going to learn how to piece these things together, but you're also going to learn about things like, I don't know, alterations you're also going to learn how to how to whatever else you do when you sew so that at the very least you can come out and say okay hey i took this program i signed up i made a little bit of money i got some time off of my shit and i came out with the skill to be a tailor who's hiring more a tailor or which which bug this boggles my fucking mind this boggles my fucking mind because they always, in these prisons, and this I, kn- I knew this is what's going to happen. We'll get to the end of Angel very soon. I knew yep. we were going to go on a rant about the prison system. Like, I knew oh, this yeah. shit was going to fucking happen. I did,
1: too.
0: The <laughs> I shit, was prepared. Like, dare ass, the shit that boggles my complete and utter fucking mind is that you have these overcrowded prisons, especially yep. season one, because you had 60 people in a 40-person cell. In a 40-person cell. 60. 60. You have overcrowded fucking prisons. Not only that, but you have these niggas locked up by their goddamn selves all good goddamn day with nothing to do. And expect nothing. them
1: to be able to re-enter society. No
0: not way. even just that. Ex- and Not even just that. Have an expectation of creating a safe environment. Right. There is no way in hell you can take 40... You can take 60 grown-ass men and shove them in a 40-person cell. Honestly, there's no way in hell you can take 40. 20 fucking niggas are sleeping on the floor and worried about their own fucking safety just trying to get a goddamn bite to eat with no fucking hope, no idea of what their future is going to be, with nothing to go back to in most cases, with nothing there. Like, it's not about rehabilitation. Like, this shit is nothing more than a money-making scheme.
1: You got companies like Discover, like American Express using people that are in in prison as their customer service
0: oh i didn't know that the, i didn't know the credit card companies companies were doing that
1: oh discover got into a heap of trouble a couple years ago around this because it's like you're using literal prisoners, it's slave labor
0: it's slave labor but not
1: even just that you have people in prison with no hope whatsoever no prospects no hope because now they know they can't get no job. and you have no. people calling about their credit cards so now it's they're insulting they in, not even just that they're giving their personal information to people in prison and you're yeah, saying it's insulting i'm gonna take that commit. card and go exactly you're saying don't commit a crime just do that. and it's like not only is it insulting to the person in prison that is terribly dangerous to the person that's not cuz now this th- now you just gave this this person in prison this person's social security number, this person's address, yes. they have full access to their credit card account. Oh, there was a couple of companies that got in trouble behind this a couple years ago.
0: I'm honestly I'm not surprised by that like uh-huh. at all. At uh-huh. all. And truthfully speaking, it's not like with any of these companies, when these guys get out, none of these companies are going to hire them. No. Which is even more disrespectful.
1: So then they go and they get jobs as servers, where they live off tips, which we know tipping is based in slavery.
0: Not even... Most of those dudes don't even make it to the front of house. Those dudes are going to be in the kitchen.
1: They're going to be in the kitchen.
0: They let... the. This is really fucked up to say. Mm -hmm. When it comes to those restaurants, there's a very specific type of black that they want in the front of house. There is. One of the battles that because this is my industry that I've had to deal with is because for whatever reason. I, I fit that kind of black that they're looking for slightly edgy but can pre can be a non-threatening negro when necessary oh
1: but me too me
0: too you know you you corporate corporate sis you know
1: but also you know i was a server through college i fit that i also fit that type of black
0: they don't want in no way, shape, form, or fashion, unless they are creating the idea and the story for the restaurant that oh, well, he just got out of prison. Mm-hmm. They don't want you up front. Unless and honestly, they don't want that, you handling money.
1: Unless they're playing that sympathy role, they won't... It's unless very, there's something
0: they can get out of it besides yep. it's like somebody to wash dishes. But they then don't they end up, it.
1: or these people end up at McDonald's. fucked up. Or a Taco Bell, or whatever. Yeah. It and it's like, you're you have now strapped them with multiple thousands of dollars in restitution and then give them a job that pays ten dollars an hour
0: and and not just strap them with restitution not just an underpaying job but i fucked up and now i've missed five years of my life
1: the world moved on without me and i have been stuck
0: I now have to play fucking catch-up. I have no idea what's happening like with technology. This, this
1: is what people were talking- Like, okay, so this is this is on subject, but after I say this, we can get back to the show. Yeah, we need but to. People were talking about Gucci Mane and um, Jeezy in that battle, and Gucci talking about his clothes, my other like, shit, and and it's like, people were like, oh my God, he hasn't matured at all, but I'm like, y'all realize he was in jail for like seven years.
0: And that shit regresses you.
1: Mentally, he's still where he was when he walked in. That's exactly it. Jeezy, having been through therapy, having evolved through life and all this other shit, is talking about his property and this and that, and you know stuff that matters. Whereas Gucci, having gotten stunted at whatever age he was when he went into prison, is talking about his clothes. I don't. don't It's like early. I don't even remember how old he is now. So, but he was in there for quite a while. Like and six, seven, eight years. So, however old he was when he went in, yes, he's still talking about his clothes and shit. He's been out for what a year, two years. He was in. I thought it was than longer, longer than out. that. I don't think it's longer than that. Shit. I'm gonna
0: do a Gucci. Sh- if we could find it, eventually, I would love at Valentine's Day, we should do the Gucci Man Keisha Orr show. I
1: have the never wedding. watched that damn show, but sure,
0: it's. It's ridiculous. It's cute. I liked it. Keisha was cute. You know, she talked about her three kids that she left in the Bahamas a little bit. It was yeah. cute. Okay, so back to 60 Days In. We did our obligatory, but I feel like it's going to happen again. Our obligatory fuck the system. This is fucked up reform shit. Um, so Big Swall has confronted Jackie about Jackie, saying that Stephanie was being bullied by Swole. And Swole is not playing with Jackie.
1: So he was arrested in 2010. He didn't get out of prison until 2016.
0: God damn! It's only been—he's only been out for four years. Yeah. And you know what? He
1: had went, but he had went in. So he went in initially in 2001. And then he went back in in 2005 and got out in 2008, 2006. And then he went back in in 2008 and got out in 2010. And then he got arrested again a couple months later in 2010. And he got out in 2011 while he was waiting for his court dates and stuff. And then he got arrested again in 2011, which, of course, they kept him in there. And so he got arrested again in 2011, and he wasn't in there that long. He got arrested in April 2011, got out, got arrested again in September of 2011, got out, and then got arrested again in 2013 and was in there until 2016. So between 2008 and 2016, he was free maybe a year.
0: God damn. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
1: and Gucci and- Man is 40 now.
0: I was thinking about how... So he got um, out at
1: 36.
0: It's, okay, so knowing Gucci's background and the backgrounds of people in 60 Days In, it's interesting to see how quickly most of the participants Mm -hmm. become institutionalized.
1: Oh, it doesn't take long.
0: At all. And all of them talk about afterwards the lasting effects and they were only in yep
1: they were only most of
0: them some of them weren't even in for 60 days
1: yeah no because nate was in there the longest and he was in there for i think all said and done three and a half months
0: yeah because they had to pull him out early which we gotta get to
1: we're gonna get to like right now but he said that he had he thought he was good but he really had some trouble adjusting
0: all of them say that yeah a lot of them come out and even just with that 60 days, if they make it that far, a lot of them come out and leave their spouses.
1: Yep. Cause in reality, most of them only do 30. Most of them don't make it past 30 days.
0: Yeah. It's it's, very
1: few that make it the full 60. Most of them make it 30 to 40 days.
0: I was going going to say 30 to about 45 days. Yeah. And then that last little bit, they start to crack.
1: Yeah, it's very, very, very few that make it the full sixty.
0: Like it's, it's. I think super it's been sad. what
1: three that's made it? Nate being one of them. I think it's been three or four that's done the full sixty.
0: Oh no, it's been more than. Has... No,
1: they, it hasn't because a lot of them get pulled out because they start getting suspected to be a cop, or but they don't show you that. A lot of... That's why pulled they pulled
0: Mona Lisa out early. Because I was wondering. Cop, or... it's
1: Because they start asking too many questions. Who start asking to they cop. Or they, oh. or they crack. Most people don't make it. Most people okay. don't make it past 40 days. Nate was one of the few.
0: Okay. See, the way they make it seem is that... Like they've
1: been in there for all this time, no.
0: Between, like, the people that make it to the quote-unquote end then it's between like 50 to 60 days and they get pulled out, kind of staggered as not to draw attention.
1: Yeah. And they I was like, okay, that makes sense. Staggered, but most of them don't make it because people start suspecting stuff because it's like, when you, when you get to it, the thing is, it's like, you want to get the information, but you got to get involved to get the information. When you yeah. Start and, and these niggas involved, are going to start to question start why, why you questions. care. A lot of them get pulled out at like 30 to 40 days.
0: Okay, so that makes sense because this happened with Mona Lisa and the minute mm-hmm. she got pulled out, one of the girls... Mona Lisa was like season two. Two, I think, yeah. One of the girls was like, oh yeah, she was a plant. Like yeah. immediately after she got pulled out. Yep. And Cause they,
1: cause when I they didn't TV, give
0: any like, They any never indication, give any or indication nothing. of
1: any of that. They never do because they want to act like this program is super successful. But I was reading something... From like I was reading a couple of interviews from a a couple of participants. It was like five or six interviews I was reading from different participants. They're like, yeah, no, because we start getting found out. People start suspecting stuff because yeah, like like, these niggas ain't that dumb. It's like we already come in and don't look like we belong there, so they're already on edge. And now we're asking questions. It's like no, they had like I think he, I think it was said like less than five percent make it the full sixty days.
0: Damn. Okay.
1: It's out of six seasons, it's been like four people that made it the full sixty.
0: Okay.
1: And you know, there's eight or nine each season. And
0: if they now make it all into makes the sense. prison at
1: all, because we had at least three tap out of intake. If yeah. they make it into the prison at all, most of them don't make it out later.
0: And then there was that one that went to confinement and sorry about I'm out of day spa. That's yeah. another thing. He
1: yeah.
0: Well, yeah. speaking about making it to the end the mm-hmm. final crescendo really the reason i feel like why you wanted to do this was just solely for this
2: yes, yes. um okay
0: so we have angel Angèle, and gabrielle in a torrent love affair in a, a pod c right angel torn up having a a midlife crisis an existential crisis regarding her being a participant And lying to Gabrielle. And wanting to have an honest chance.
1: After three weeks.
0: Because she's so in love. Angel steps out on faith and tells Gabrielle, hey, I'm really a plant. (laughs) And all hell breaks fucking loose. When I tell you, this bitch just came through and ruined every goddamn thing for everybody. For no reason. (laughs) For some pussy. Right. Not to say that, not to demean it. women to just being pussy and no but way. that's shape, what it was.
1: That's what but, it was. It was like, you right? You wanted pussy. You was already get. You, you was getting pussy thrown
0: at you left and right. Like, why are you throwing all
1: this shit? Her pussy. What? You did not love huh? that girl. No, you didn't. It was three. Right. That was lust. That is the one thing that Stephanie said that I agreed with.
0: But it was the U-Haul syndrome. It was. It was the young was. gay U-Haul syndrome.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Except it was kind of like the reverse U-Haul, <laughs> where they were already living together and they would need a U-Haul to move out. Well, exactly. no, they wouldn't need a U-Haul to move out. A, they a they checker got one cab.
1: Bag. They need a checker <laughs> cab. A bus, a Graham.
0: So Angel not only tells Gabrielle about the program, she doesn't initially tell who's in it but i'm she sure there are already suspicions but
1: they were already suspicious about they were already suspicious cuz again these people walk in and they don't fit in they don't fit
0: in the only person that kind of fit in into that pod other than angel was stephanie and it and i know there were only three participants but i'm saying in the capability of being able to like communicate on a somewhat genuine level something that Wooden not tip flags you know mm-hmm. she reached into her non-suburban bag she reached into her, yeah. i just went to go see my family bag yeah so we get the complete fallout where angel is in a interview mm-hmm. and she kind of lets it slip that like yeah i kind of told her and the producers the producers were far more calmer, were far far calmer than anybody else I would have ever known. They were. To be on that show, like to, to do that shit. Like, they actually talked to her as if she was an adult, as she explained why she just fucked up this program. Right. And put everyone at risk. And that, I don't give a shit about the program in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Okay. Other than like, the sole entertainment value and other than it's like, the fucked up aspects other, other than that I don't give a shit about this program right
2: <laughs>
0: my issue is is that you tell this girl that that you are in love with in uh-huh. prison that you are in a uh, program that's supposed to watch and spy and what have you
2: uh-huh. that's
0: instantly going to lead into who else is here oh wait there are other new girls that just got in here oh okay so we know who they are oh wait I wonder if the COs know. Because they probably don't. Here, let me tell a CO real quick. And let me tell one of the male COs real quick. Oh, okay. Well, guess what? That male CO comes back to a men's pod. And easily that shit can spread. If it doesn't come through a fucking trustee.
2: Exactly.
0: This was the most self-centered bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. And I spent the whole time saying, when she was like, oh, I did it for love. It's like, no, you did this for yourself. And you're not in love. Like you did this to to fill some kind of fucked up, empty ass fucking void. Just like all of, okay, Reading Angel, everything you've done on this show, including signing on to participate was nothing more than than self-fulfilling prophecy. That's it. You did all of this for yourself. Your whole fucked up idea of, well, I came into this to make things better for the prisoners. You didn't if anything mm-hmm. guess what sis you participated in it you participated in the whippets let's talk about her birthday party let's talk about uh, her birthday party yeah so these motherfuckers throw angel a birthday party right her family her sisters her commune her sisters in Sappho. But she
1: walked in the door saying oh my sisters my sisters my sisters and it's bitch, like, didn't
0: she like you, you don't know these motherfuckers you don't know them you don't know oh not a single one of them girl you came in on this peace and love mother earth shit and I get it. I do. I get it. You want to come in on happy, you want to be on a good vibe and you want to kind of ride that way. But, but I don't and even think that's that what way? It
1: is. She just wanted to, again, I really feel like this is one of those things that she wanted a reason to justify hating the cops, to justify, to to back up all the shit she was and that was confirmed for me at the reunion because even though the colonel is dripping in anti-blackness
0: done
1: they're just spreading all that just yelling and screaming and it's like what are you saying
0: I guess. yes yes because
1: if you was really on all this woo-woo, i love everybody bullshit she wouldn't have came at allen as hard as she did because he was a cop
0: if she really was on this woo woo black lives matter we need police reform shit. This show would not have been the place have been the for place her for to it. do it. it. Because in this show, there is no room for that. That's not what this show it's, is.
1: You walk in this show saying, I'm going to get information on the holes in the system to help y'all to plug them. Yes. This is not about reform.
0: And so even though
1: really what you, but that's not what you wanted. She wants she that she just did that shit because she fake woke. Yes.
0: And even though every season the sheriffs always say they want to hear the good and the bad. Yeah. If that's you awesome. watch so the first four seasons, it's two seasons apiece in the same prison. Yeah. After those first that first group of participants per prison has left and had their critique of what the prison itself's issues are,
1: nothing changes. The same shit.
0: It's the exact same shit that very next season. And it's like a two-week break, so they have time to change just tweaks.
1: Season five is the only season where I actually saw real changes. Well, no, season six, there were some changes. But season six was wild because they was in there because it was a prison riot in which two guards got killed. Which was why they even had the program there to begin with.
0: Bitch, that's wild. Yeah. Well, you know what though, they were saying that, that was the same thing about uh season four that prison had. Um, no, season
1: four was Fulton County.
0: Yeah, but they were talking about
1: it's always wild shit that happens in Fulton County. It's Atlanta,
0: bitch. And you know what though, <laughs> for this- a prison, it was so cl- it was. I don't want to say so clean.
1: Yeah, it but just it, it looked
0: better. I'll but it's Fulton
1: County. It's like a, a major metro. You know, what I'm saying like it's it it makes sense. But like season six is like in this like unincorporated part of like Mississippi. So this is a small prison.
0: No, ma'am.
1: So for them to have this wild ass prison riot or Alabama or so, one of them southern states, but it's a very small prison, and so for them to have a giant prison riot because half of the doors there don't lock. So.
0: Hello. It's
1: like, yeah, it's, yeah.
0: (laughs) Hello. Incompetence. Cause it was to the point where they
1: cause they had just got a new sheriff in this town, like a new, you know, because they literally fired the other one after this prison riot. And he ended up going up on charges behind not only this prison riot, but a whole bunch of other shit it was a lot of shit. Like you can you can Google God and see damn. the shit that was going on and why they even brought that program in there because this the sheriff that they was talking to had only been on the job like three months. So he literally had no idea. Because they had to literally have a special election because the other one got arrested behind these two guards getting killed and a whole bunch of other shit.
0: That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it was it was insane.
0: That is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Like, yeah. what? that is... My God.
1: Because <laughs> I was like, because when I first... It was like Edenwall County or something. And I had to Google, like, what the fuck happened there? Because they kept talking about this shit that happened. I was like, the fuck? And I got Edenwall to read this like shit. sounds like one
0: of the Tyler's and TRs.
1: It does. But I got to read <laughs> this shit and I was like, oh, no. What the fuck? No.
0: <laughs> okay, I might have to watch it. Yeah. It's like... It's it's. Let's I gotta call it trauma up, porn.
1: It's it kind of is.
0: It's trauma porn. It kind of is. Um. So Angel has
1: that big birthday party, and that's the other thing. Because oh yeah, the like, big birthday party. But the other I'm sorry, I'm a little drunk this, now. It's fine. The other thing about this birthday party is like so. you <laughs> have at least two cells of women in one cell.
0: One cell, wild as fuck.
1: They're all. They're loud. They're doing Loud as
0: fuck.
1: Half of these women are damn near naked. Not she said, we're going to have
0: strippers for you.
1: Not one guard.
0: Not like, one like
1: And that's the thing. It's like they came at Jackie for dyeing her clothes. Yet these hoes cutting laundry bags and making them into dresses and doing all kinds of stuff. And no one all said anything. All kinds of
0: drugs. Yeah. No one said
1: anything. The well, lack I- of oversight just...
0: And that's, I was actually just about to say that because in, so it's season three and season four that take place in Fulton County. Mm -hmm. I was just rewatching season three and in the very beginning of season three, and it's the only time you hear the colonel ever say it. He says Fulton County is a indirect supervision prison. And I said, well, what the fuck is that? What
1: the fuck does that mean? Yeah. So you
0: are asking, you are talking about and up everybody's asses about safety, but your shit is in. Get the fuck out of here. But it's basically Nonetheless.
1: Like, oh, you guys go sit somewhere and show up when you show up. Just watch you know, the cameras. You push some emergency buttons. Don't them nobody. Them niggas come. Don't come. Them niggas sit there. Them girls sat there smelling gas for hours. Hours. I forgot about
0: that. Came. Hours. Then hours.
1: Come. Like they just. Whatever, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go sit over here. This got to be the easiest job. They ain't doing no type of searches. They don't tour shit. They ain't doing no type of shit. All kinds of shit. The only
0: time they do any kind of searches is if, like, the big wigs are in the room with them, and that's it. And the big wigs are only in the room when they are doing searches. That is fucking it. That is it. And that's probably the most deplorable bullshit of it all. Nonetheless, Angel fucks up, tells Gabrielle that she is part of the program. Gabrielle, uh, Angel tells the producers that she told Gabrielle this. Producers are freaking out, everyone's in meltdown at 60 days in, now
1: they gotta and they start out. pulling
0: everybody out. And everybody in the prison knows it's
1: like, oh, these cops because all the white boys left exactly at same
0: time. the only one that they did not suspect. Was, was Nate. Nate,
1: but that's because they pulled him later than they pulled everybody else.
0: And he had been there long enough because the yep. show is 60 days in. They had been there a hundred days. Plus. He had been
1: there for more than a hundred days, yeah. And he
0: was happy to tell them niggas, I have been here over a hundred days. He was like,
1: If I was a cop, I would have been pulled out. Like he got exactly. his they started to suspect and look at him funny, but he was like, I look how long I've been here. If I was a cop, I'd I i would not still be here.
0: And You know, you know, a Nate. Nate is a real one because after they were like, "Oh, Nate's part of it," and he said, "I've been here a hundred days plus." They were like, "Oh, my bad, man." And it right. was like, "It's all right." <laughs> right? I said, "Look at y'all! Look at y'all <laughs> squashing problems! Look at y'all problem solving ass niggas!"
1: <laughs>
0: Which everybody fucking scrambles. so they snatch everybody out
1: literally in two days.
0: Two days? Was it even two days? Yeah,
1: because it was. They snatched Angel out one Angel day. Angel didn't
0: then, even go back.
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they snatched her out the first day, and then everybody else got snatched out the next day. Literally within like five, okay. ten minutes of each other.
0: That and everybody is like, oh, okay. Like, and it, it, cause it's so, in signals. Somebody, was, somebody said like, okay, so they didn't pull every white boy. You can't tell
1: me this ain't kind a of conspiracy. It
0: was Nate's roommate.
1: Yes.
0: And he very, he so kindly said, you got to excuse me, y'all. I'm not racist, but they done pulled everybody white out. They and I just thought that was very out. kind. <laughs> 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 I was like, Desmond, you're a good dude. You just had some bad shit happen in your life. Yeah. You Look at you being respectful.
1: Cause he definitely was like, I'm gonna go to Nate's big fat Greek wedding. I was like Yes, he was.
0: <laughs> Part of me really h- hoped in my like heart of hearts, cause Le- I love love, like I love all kinds of love and just happiness and relationships and friendships, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. I kind of hoped that they would be friends after, which is like a pipe dream. Not really. No,
1: they were, but remember, <laughs> I didn't think they were. So remember, he like was trying to check on Desmond. But then Desmond ended up actually going to prison and that's why he never could get in contact with him again.
0: Oh, in the uh uh six months after bullshit? Yeah. Cause he okay. like
1: was trying he had been trying to like get in contact and check on him. And cause he got out. He had got out, but then he ended up actually going to prison and that's why he couldn't get to
0: him. I mean it makes sense, unfortunately. Yeah. Um but I even saw the an interview
1: with Desmond where Desmond said like, you know, because he, when he was out for that short period, he said mm-hmm. that him and Nate like talked, but then he got arrested again, so. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, Nate that... left his contact information for Desmond.
0: That, that makes me happy on some kind of level. Just, yeah. just friendship building, you know? Yeah building bridges
1: but you know nate has started that business and like his whole he had he made a point to right he was hiring felons and all that stuff so he like he really did get something out of this
0: he did I, I, and that's one thing also that um kind of comes out of this is that when everybody goes in it they come out with a very different perspective and a fair amount of the people who either were thinking about doing law enforcement or were in law enforcement Alan couldn't
1: even be a cop no more. He's Alan a car is not salesman. a cop.
0: He he's was a car, car salesman. salesman. And then um, he's like, "I need guy. to
1: find another way to impact the community because I can't put people in this system."
0: Exactly. Um, there was another guy who went in a, a season, a couple of seasons prior, who was supposed to be going to the police academy and after going in he decided he yeah, wasn't gonna he do did. that
1: yeah There
0: it impacts people it impacts people period it like does. we already talked about the hard time to adjust back even just after the month plus of being in mm-hmm. um but we get to the reunion real quick with hmm. uh Soledad O'Brien <laughs> Sorry, that was that's the best Soledad O'Brien impression I can do I love her. I used to love her. I I never watched the reunion because I was like, what the fuck am I going to watch the reunion for this for? Um, I didn't know she hosted it, and I'm kind of disappointed that Soledad O'Brien is hosting the 60 Days in reunion. No,
1: Well, I... So, before COVID, at Carnegie Hall, they would always have a big Juneteenth concert, right? Okay, Where they would have all these like black musicians from around the world. It's like sounds of the di- of the diaspora, right? So it's all these different um, musicians, like black and brown musicians kind of from different parts of the world playing their type of music that they play, you know, whatever. And it's literally, it's like choirs, like Tank in the Bangers was it was there one year. And, I love you know, Tank in like, the Bangers. Me too, me too. But it's like all these different type of black artists, right? Brooklyn always gets her life so it's like but she hosted it two years in a row so one year I somehow I ended up having a conversation with her which it really like kind of solidified what I already thought about her so and this was after I knew she hosted the 60 days in reunion and because I asked her I asked her why did she do that and she said because she had watched the show and she saw a lot of misinformation and she saw an opportunity to clear up some things that
0: makes sense
1: to help to to further spread the information because she knew some people would watch the reunion because she was there
0: that makes sense because that's essentially what her entire role is because she pretty much takes everyone on the stage to task for their yeah. actions. Yeah. Which which was honestly very refreshing.
1: It was. She um, didn't take sides. She was like, no, she didn't. let me stop you. Because yeah. that's not correct. Because like when the colonel starts talking about Black on Black crime, she's like, that's not a thing. Stop no. saying that.
0: She said crime. It's called yeah, crime. It's crime. <laughs> it's crime.
1: But the colonel and, was like dripping in anti-Blackness.
0: The Through the entire thing. And his whole, and unfortunately Angel's Burning hot she by Shere Passion just fueled his shit. And I say she yeah. by she Passion because it ain't real. We're talking spring, summer, September. Real. Right. It's not real. Joggers. Joggers. <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, and this is and it's like this is what I always say about those quote unquote woke people, because it's like there is a conversation to be had. You just don't know what it is. No, you're having the wrong conversation. It's the same thing I've been saying about this COVID vaccine. I say this all the time. There is a conversation to be had. There is a real and legitimate trauma here with the prison system. You don't know what that is, though. Yeah, You're not having that conversation because you're approaching it from the viewpoint of someone who's best friend was locked up and you're not taking the time to do the research to actually fortify your argument because i've had family members go to jail i've had friends go to jail and i used to come from that place you know where it's just like anger at the system but no. I it's like i have you know i've taken the time to actually do the research and talk to the people and learn and really And because the problem isn't the cops. The problem is the the justice system as a whole. But that's not the conversation y'all having. Y'all want to demonize all cops, but that's not really true. Because if it wasn't for, first of all, we got to talk about how this is all based on bounty hunters and slave catchers anyway. And if it wasn't for the fact that our system of policing was based out of a system of slave catching, a lot of the issues that we're having wouldn't be there
0: mm-hmm. also too, you brought up a really good point in saying that it's not it's not just the cops, it's the institution. Exactly. and even more so, the cops, the officers are the way they are because of the institutions and because, and because allowed. Of the allowed
1: so- and because of the society that we live in.
0: Yep, because of the society that, because of the society that we live in, because that when there's that old saying that crime doesn't pay. No, crime does pay.
1: Crime does because pay, if you're white. states,
0: <laughs> counties, the nation itself has been making money off of crime for yeah. a very long time, a very yeah. long time.
1: But it's like we live in a society where it takes longer to become a hairdresser than it does to become a police officer.
0: That like is a one problem. more motherfucking time. That
1: is a problem.
0: Yes.
1: We yes. live in a society where you need a four-year degree to become a teacher, but not to become a cop.
0: I'm very much so from the mindset of you should not be allowed anywhere near anybody's police force if you do not have a social work degree. Right.
2: right. Which I think is
0: just very basic. It's a right. very basic requirement. Also, I'm going to throw this in here to just be a touch wild and radical Part of your course should be spending at the very least two weeks in an institution in another state, mm-hmm. privately undercover, still under a watchful eye, essentially as an internship, but still as an inmate, so that you have a full spectrum of what it is. Let me tell there is more there is more required in restaurant jobs yep than to be a The number of places that I have um, applied to and be like, no, I'm not doing that, because it's like, no, I'm I'm not going to do that, that have said, okay, well, you you bartend. Cool. But before you bartend, you got a stage, which means you got to work for free anywhere between one to three days. And then after that, you got a bus. Got a bus for a couple of weeks yep. while you're studying the menu, and then after that, once you get the menu down, then you get to host.
1: Like and once you're done
0: hosting, to
1: servers you like, get to serve,
0: yeah. and then once you're done serving, you get to bartend.
1: Yeah.
0: Like the, I feel like these integral quizzes. steps are corporate important. Mm-hmm. They're important. Like you need to be. You need to spend time in a facility like that so you have a full understanding of the entire spectrum of what of what law and order is. Mm-hmm. Because it's not, these aren't just separate entities. These are things that are very much so linked. So but you have to have an understand full understanding of what my responsibility is.
1: And this is also a system where most police officers don't know the law. They don't know what the law is because they're not trained to know the law. They're trained to respond to a crime.
0: Also that is proof positive simply in the cover-up stories. Yep. Yep. Where the inmates say that doesn't make sense because these niggas are doing nothing more than simply repeating what the officers who brought them in have told them to say. Exactly. It's like, get the fuck out of here. So a whole goddamn reunion ain't nothing but Angel Angel in her nonsense, Just yelling and trumpeting her leftism (laughs) And her liberalism, which her neo, I'm going to specify this her neo liberalism. Like, neo. Angel is very like
1: new black to me.
0: I was thinking new feminist because that's what it reminded me of.
1: That too. I mean, it's all the same. (laughs)
0: Like, she just got her first, um, she just got her first Bell Hooks book. She
1: got one Bell Hooks book and she read Malcolm X's autobiography. Not the whole, the first half.
0: Maybe maybe read an Angela Davis article,
1: an article about Angela
0: Davis. <laughs> like she's just beginning this discover this journey of uh, self discovery. If that makes tell,
1: sense, you can even tell in the way she speaks. She hasn't, and it's not. To, I mean, y'all hear the way I speak, so it's not to say anything about people who use proper English. But in not not her, not the way she enunciate, but in her word choice that she's never really lived in her Blackness until recently.
0: Yes. And even, I feel like even in that prison, that was something that was never talked about with her. Right. But that was also, in all fairness, never, it was only kind of touched on with Stephanie, but But purely in relationship to Jackie.
1: But Stephanie... See, the thing is, Stephanie never claimed to be at one with her blackness
0: anyway. No, Stephanie wasn't in there trying to lead, lead the next revolution.
1: She
0: wasn't. She was in there to be on TV. She was in there to be on TV. Okay. Because
1: we know Stephanie want them white boys Let's and get the to white Stephanie. girls.
0: Let's get to Stephanie. Let's get to it, bitch. Okay, so we're six months out, right? These motherfuckers is all kind of traumatized. We get yeah. Nate going back. We got Angel going back, but not in the prison, only on the grass. Mm-hmm. She's not allowed anywhere near there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We find out Alan is a car salesman. We mm-hmm. find out Emmanuel, which we did not even talk about Emmanuel. He was annoying, but he was so cute. I just thought he was so handsome. He was
1: irritating,
0: him, but he didn't like do anything. And he was irritating. Also, did you notice that him and his wife look like siblings? I was like, y'all, look, y'all are yes. so cute, but y'all look like brother and sister. I
1: was like, have y'all been together at lunch? Y'all look alike? Or do y'all just look alike? Like, I'm confused.
0: I couldn't judge because I know a lot of gay boys that date people that look like them and it's very, I just feel like it's, at least for the gay boys, narcissistic but that's just an opinion. Take yeah. it or leave it do what you want.
2: Right. Um, <laughs>
0: but th- the most important like wrap up outside of Jacqueline breaking up with her boyfriend, which is a long running thing after people and get still, out of it.
1: And still lives with him but now she has a girlfriend because Oh no, know? that's Stephanie. Wait, 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 we yes. ain't there. I was
0: talking sorry, about Jacqueline. Sorry. Because Jacqueline broke up with her boyfriend, got pregnant, and they got back together. together. Now, Stephanie. (laughs) Stephanie is also broken up with her boyfriend. (laughs) Um, Stephanie is apparently very happy with a brand new braces and the same midnight blue contacts in a brand new relationship.
1: The contacts are gray.
0: It's that gray that has a slight tinted. That's why, yep. That's yeah. why I call it Midnight Blue. Yeah. Because back cause in the 2000s. Because the thing
1: is, that was the first thing that, and that's how I knew this bitch was country. Because as soon as she got out, she was like, oh my God, this is my contact. My great contacts. I'm me again. It's like, girl,
0: this is how I, this is me. It's like, bitch, how is that you and those not your eyes? They ain't But I mean, us. possession is nine tenths of the law, and she was just in prison. So she definitely knows that. So I guess they are legally, technically hers. Yeah. We find out that this bitch is happy and uh, feeling very healthy, uh, not only in a brand new lesbian relationship, but also happy and healthy on her ex-boyfriend's dime because she's living on this nigga's couch.
1: But I also, like, is it, uh, maybe, now far be it for me to question anybody's sexuality, but I don't believe her. I didn't either. I don't believe, because like I said, she was on Dr. Phil later with her mother who was, you know, tree apple because her mother was just as ridiculous.
0: (laughs) Did you not say tree apple? (laughs) (laughs) The giving tree. Read that book to your kids if you have kids.
2: (sighs) Okay, sure.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, because she's like, I took a life insurance policy out of you. It's like, okay, girl. But yeah, her mama
0: she, was all kinds of dramatic, even when yeah. they met. It,
1: and then on when the she show. told her she was going, and and this bitch is hollering about this is so stupid, but packing up her lunch at the same. Like this is dumb.
0: <laughs> her her mama are the same kind of
1: again tree apple psychotic person <laughs> tree apple. Yeah, yeah they like, share the
0: same psychic Psychotic, but like psychology? they
1: were on Doctor <laughs> Phil, and she was kind of like, you know how Dr. Phil do those wild ass, like, scripted Dr. Phil is therapy. the
0: new mori. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: this, this a bunch of wild ass shit. But she was on there, and because they were arguing about her being a lesbian because her mom was like, Are you told me you wasn't bumping coochies. And it's like, stop saying that, please.
0: Stop Why she say that. that on the show, though? She, she kept said, wow. saying that it.
1: Like it's like.
0: I asked you if you was bumping, bumping coochies. Like,
1: it's bitch. like, can you stop saying that, please? Because, one, that's wildly
0: inaccurate, but also ill. That was my thing. (laughs) It's like, I'm sure you, as a woman of somewhat of an advanced age, at least compared to me, have had your twat lick. What makes you think that lesbians aren't licking twats at the bare minimum?
1: Again, one, wildly inaccurate, but also ill. It's gross. Stop saying that.
0: (laughs) Pumping coochies.
1: Ew. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like,
0: i thought she was in there bumping pussies like get the fuck out of here
1: like seriously stop but like (laughs) they kind of continued the shenanigans from the six months later on dr phil but it also they just continued the shenanigans and it was just like but then she also kind of played up the anti-black too oh
2: i wouldn't Um, doubt it
1: she doesn't like to be around black people and the same shit that Mary Cosby keeps saying. If there's too many black people in one place, I go someplace else and that shit. Like it's just Okay, like, let's
0: leave that woman and her grandma grandpa husband alone. Oh,
1: they we'll got get, enough issues. We'll get to them.
0: <laughs> I I'm just gonna leave them for God to handle. That's too much for me.
1: We'll get to them. We gotta let a couple more episodes happen.
0: <laughs> Jesus be offense.
1: We'll get to them. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like I, she's a fucking psycho. She's a psycho. Like, she just wants attention so bad that it's like, I can't. They actually
0: said that. They actually said that during the reunion mm-hmm. with the confrontation between Stephanie and Jackie about when the Jackie whole Jackie tried to play swall, like she was a thug. Jackie was white womaning. Like,
1: I'm going to beat y'all ass. Girl, shut
0: up. <laughs> Girl, you ain't going to do nothing. You ain't going to do nothing. Girl, you can't even whip cream. Get the right. fuck out of here. Right. Sit your ass down. But they do, they talk about that and both Soledad, at O'Brien and the Colonel, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, every time, and I'll explain to you why, every time, <laughs> uh, I, I have to say it that way because long time ago, real quick, Robin Thede used to be in this all-Black women skit group that had a YouTube channel <laughs> called EDF3, and Robin Thede played Soled, at O'Brien in this uh, skit about going back in time and seeing the first Black Pilgrim. Oh and she would introduce herself as Soledad O'Brien. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's always just stuck in my head. And this was like 10 years ago. Nonetheless, Soledad just flat out says, well, I mean, honestly, just, and she says it so calmly, honestly, just um, based on your actions, I kind of thought you were a sociopath (laughs) 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 bitch I screamed (laughs) I was like I get it
1: I could see it it's like what?
0: I mean you know my family says that you know I'm I'm not that emotional you know I'm kind of distant it's like bitch you came into a prison show talking about winning as if there was a cash
1: prize it's like you're a crazy person you're a literal crazy person. You are
0: fucking insane.
1: Like, we gotta stop acting like this is normal. You are a lunatic.
0: <laughs> she was fucking insane. And Jackie actually, Jackie drug her ass too. Yeah, And, and Stephanie had a comment. Her, and her brand new braces that she didn't need in the context but, that she also did But didn't
1: also, need. with Angel six months later now, all of a sudden you all pissed off at Jackie. You ain't had shit, I mean at Stephanie, but you ain't had nothing to say.
0: But Stephanie, you were trying it's to make like, Stephanie a scapegoat because you were like a on camera. You knew
1: because by the time the six months happened, you had already seen the the scuffle on the internet. You seen that niggas hate Stephanie, so you piled on.
0: She but piled they hate on. You
1: too. That's the
0: thing. That's she tried to make she tried to find a common enemy with, with the fans. But the because reality the is, is that. Too you can't you ain't you can't use her as a scapegoat and she you you see in that six months later last point gabrielle's brother Mm -hmm. meets um angel at a very hip coffee shop did you see how hip angel was uh yeah dressed
1: yes but also angel moved to atlanta
0: I thought she moved to New York.
1: She had moved to Atlanta first because remember she was trying to find Gabrielle. Which to is why be she with moved
0: Gabrielle
1: to Atlanta, she moved to <laughs> New York later.
0: She comes in her very hipstery fuckboy self to meet Angel's brother, and Angel's brother is just like, "I've never heard of you." Right, my sister. My sister is a scammer. I am sorry, and that's all
1: he pretty exactly. much she's said. Like, she's a con artist, and she conned you.
0: She conned you. We and has have bitch, not seen
1: her. I don't know who crack. you are. Like it's
0: like this bitch was. This bitch was crunchy.
1: But it's Pete, also like, like
0: Peter Pan. Skit, crunchy. You,
1: like you want to sit and talk about? I'm from the streets. I know that it, you're not. She
0: ain't from nobody's you don't streets. Don't
1: know anything.
0: No, I think you, what she meant was she lived off of the street.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: This she bitch, didn't have one of the long ass driveways. Bitch, that's a girl, girl, one more time. Because
1: <laughs> come on now, like, stop. You better say that. If you are really from the streets, like you claim, which I hate people say that shit, but whatever
0: she was okay she was too busy sitting on and i gotta say this i'm sorry she was too busy sitting on the big comfy couch on sesame street get exactly. the fuck out of here Let
1: go. Go with lunette
0: something. and molly a clown and her dolly on the big yes. fucking comfy couch sit your clown ass the fuck go down bitch
1: find something to do go find somebody else to play with we don't have the time or the energy
0: like that bitch dead ass <laughs> like she got she was embarrassed barast,
1: yeah it's like dead girl, what did you think that this criminal was about to do, you fucking idiot?
0: Like And plus you put everybody in safe in like harm's way, everybody's safety at risk for this for girl
1: a, for that you can't added, even
0: find now.
1: That you did not know then.
0: That you did not know then. Any it's way, not like and anyway, she's like, this fashion. is
1: somebody that you knew and you know, you knew she was getting a bum rap and trying to do better. You did not know this girl.
0: You ain't know this girl.
1: Like, we got to stop acting like you knew her and you, y'all had some deep connection. Y'all was in the same space for all of a <laughs> month.
0: Y'all were cooped up and desperate. Exactly. That's really what you it is. The host
1: was bored.
0: You, she needed, Angel needed, mm, Angel needed support. And someone that she could call her own. Gabrielle... She tried to
1: justify, like, oh, well, me and my brother didn't really get love as kids. And, yes, she did. Because and it's like, it's too much justification for you to feel like this shit was real. You knew this wasn't real, which is why it you wasn't. keep trying to justify it.
0: And she was she was a broken woman going, a broken young lady going into that. Yep. Trying to find love, la-
1: Trying to fix somebody.
0: No, I almost Angela said... <laughs> You Shut <laughs> Cause you don't. Did she quote? She quoted that. She yeah. actually quoted that shit. She's like, she I don't know. We
1: found love in a
0: hopeless we, place. Know, we just that. found love in a in a hopeless place. Like, nigga, fuck you. Meanwhile, something. these everybody else is like struggling, barely scraping by, having emotional fucking breakdowns, and this bitch is getting her twat looked day in and day out by her right. prison girlfriend.
1: Right. right.
0: Jesus. And I think that wraps up. Uh, that
1: wraps up sixty days in
0: season four. Season <laughs> yeah. This was a, this was a slightly traumatic ride.
1: It was, but the next show is about to be mad problematic because it's Indian Matchmaker.
0: Oh, correct. The next show is going to be um, Indian Matchmaker.
1: I I started, I attempted to start this. It is hella problematic, so it's going to take a minute.
0: (laughs) When, so I said, I told Boyfriend earlier, it's like, India Matchmaker is going to be our next show, and I know you love it, and he was like, oh my God, I can't wait, we're going to rewatch it. The instant he was super excited about it, I was like, I know this is about to be some bullshit.
1: It's so (laughs) problematic. Like, I just, it's so
0: problematic. I know this is, I know I'm going to be sitting through all of this eight episodes seething
1: i i think i got through maybe three episodes
0: jesus
1: because <laughs> i was just like this is wild like it's just <sighs> but we are gonna do it
0: <laughs> we're gonna do it so next this wraps up 60 days in next episode is going to be the Indian Matchmaker on Netflix. Also, if you want to watch 60 Days In, I know we didn't do this with Chasing Atlanta either. So Chasing Atlanta is on YouTube and that's at Chasing Reality. Yes. Um, 60 Days In is on Hulu. So you I can watch you that can, there.
1: And you can watch, I think season five on Netflix if you don't have Hulu for whatever reason. But there's only like one season on Netflix
0: seasons, I swear it's only seasons one through five on Hulu.
1: No, season six is on there because that's where I've been watching
0: it. That might be it's the next like, thing I watch tonight. It's been
1: like going is it, you know, because it's been playing as its it's been like updating as the show's been airing. It just ended. I haven't finished the season
0: though. No. Oh, it's been doing like episode to episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, I'm not as exhausted with 60 Days In as I was with Chase in Atlanta.
1: Yeah. I stopped Um, watching season three because I just had I was like I need a break.
0: Actually, that's right where I'm at with Don. Yeah, I'm halfway through, and I was like, I
1: just need a break. I'll go back.
0: Okay, very last point. That one light skinned uh security guard in season three.
1: Yeah.
0: With that kind, he got a kind of a racer shape head, but he uh, that nigga no. I'm Fine. not doing this
1: with you. He day. is gorgeous. I'm going not bed. only that, but she looked like a nigga that I used to date.
0: And every I'm time sure I see him, does. I'm like, Sean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. Good night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up this week's Reality Rewind. It
1: does. We hope
0: y'all come back next week. Please. These niggas is like, no. <laughs> 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 this shit is far too problematic. Uh,
1: maybe.
0: Whatever. Bye. <sighs> Good night. <laughs>